What's happening, people? This your boy, Fish Montana, aka El Pesco, and welcome to this episode, man. Make sure you subscribe to iTunes, type in This Ain't No Podcast, and make sure you follow us on SoundCloud. Also, This Ain't No Podcast, and if you have any questions, you have any topics you want us to discuss for next episode, hit us up on Gmail at This Ain't No Podcast at gmail.com or Twitter at Not A Podcast, N O T T A Podcast. I know it's a lot, but hey, we try to make it. Come on, baby. Don't you forget, This Ain't No Podcast. now fellas y'all good mm-hmm. oh right. yeah we're gonna let this ride a little bit this is for the young king the so young god just passed us you know what i'm saying went to the went to a higher place no i like this so we're gonna start off with this song we don't want to start off sad you know what i mean we're gonna remember this man can we remember this man rest in peace to mac man let's feel good one time can we feel good one time let's go hold on come on mac talk to him let's feel good let it ride a little bit let it ride a little bit. Matter of fact, let's do our intro. Can we do our intro? Absolutely. Okay. Who I got in front of me? Uncle Buck. Uncle Buck. B B B. Big Buck brand. Big Buck Industries. Still. <laughs> the sole provider of the podcast. Who I got to my right? Got Giz. Is the audio god damn whiz. Whiz, whiz, whiz. There you go, your own reverb. And it's your boy. Hey, hold up. Yeah, come on, Mac. Yeah, come on, Mac. Let's talk to him. Hey, 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 hey. And it's your boy, Fish Montana, aka El Pesco. And we are here. Okay, hold on. Let it ride. Let it ride. One more time. One time. You gotta remember this man. This feels good, don't it? Make me want to shake something. Make me want to just move. Hold up. This make me want to dance. Just slide into the club with some like with one of uh, Uncle Buck Stacy Adams on. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Wearing Uncle Buck Stacy Adams. You just gonna slide up in there. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's how you just, just wanna slide up in that thing with some Stacy Adams. Feeling good. Feeling great. You know what I mean? But look. Oh, shout out to B Prince. Okay. Let me turn this down a little bit. Can I turn it down? All right, Mac, we, we, we love you, bro. You know what I'm saying? But we got to do our podcast. We're going to get to you later. All right? We're going to get to you later. Rest in peace to Mac. We're going to talk about that later in the show. But before we get to anything, follow us on Twitter at Not A Podcast. That's N O T T A Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at This Ain't No Podcast. And if you got any questions, anything, you can hit us up on at Gmail. This Ain't No Podcast at gmail.com. And fellas, we are here. Yes. We are feeling good. Yes. We got a lot to talk about. Yes. You know what I'm saying? It's been an eventful week. Yes. God, can I, can I get a fax, Giz, please? Facts. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Thank you, sir. We got a bunch of, like. You're welcome. Man, I was just telling these fellas, you know, I got a. I see the drink on the table. I was just telling them the story I had. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm leaving the drink alone. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to put the drink. I'm putting the drink down today because I had a bad experience. That will not happen again. All right? El Pesco needs to relax. We all try to get our lives together. <laughs> you know, we have that moment where we realize we need to make a difference and something needs to happen. Okay? So, 
I was a little, I was a bumbling mess. I was talking Facts. to Giz outside, and he was looking at me like, "This motherfucker cannot get his shit together." Get your fucking shit together, man. And I'm, but fu- in my mind, it's funny because, like, in your mind, you think you're good. You think you're having a serious intellectual conversation, but on the outside, it's more like, "What? Fuck you!" <laughs> he was yelling and whatnot, and yeah, it was a bad time. Bad time for me. <laughs> but hey, when you're great, you know, you can do these things. You do what you want when you're popping. <laughs> Am I popping? No. <laughs> but I'm on the way. I feel like it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, actually, before we get into anything, again, shout out to, uh, what's it, LeCourt? I think that's her name. At L-E's underscore Court. Your boy's on a panel. Mm. Well done, sir. You know what I'm saying? We're going to do yep. a panel, DMV podcast. I'm going to be on there. Uh, the Africanist podcast is also going to be on there. Baltimore County Forever podcast, they'll be on there. And Sitting in the Middle podcast will also be on there. We're all going to be on the panel. I'm going to talk some shit. Um, they better have what I have, everything I requested. You know, I need some backwoods. Um, <laughs> you know, a fifth of Henny. <laughs> chilled. <laughs> uh, what else should I get? Come on, fellas. Help me out here. Some Skittles. Skittles. Yep. Only the red ones. Yeah. Only the red. Oh, I did say green M and M's. All green, okay. And carve the For M. For the up. money. <laughs> Excuse me. And I don't want them to have the M in the middle. <laughs> it freaks me out. I don't like it. All right. This, this is what I want, and this is what's gonna happen. I mean, you can do these things, okay. Shout out to another innovator though. We're gonna start off with this man. Even though I, he still ain't all the way back on my on my <laughs> on my good side. Hater. Call it what you want. <laughs> Call it what you want. But we're going to talk about this man. Who I think, this shit is, yo, this motherfucker always finds something different. And it's like, I kind of, I respect it because, you know, you can't sit still with shit. You got to keep it moving. You got to find different yeah. things to do. If this would, if this was going to keep him from wearing the MAGA hats, I'm with it, yo. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But shout out to Kanye as he is the, he, he, created the the Pornhub Awards or he helped design the Pornhub he's Awards? He's the creative director for Pornhub. Creative director for Pornhub. And he designed their whole uh, Pornhub, the first annual Pornhub Awards set. Mm. Yes. Where did this fucking come from? <laughs> where the fuck, like, where does that happen? What is Kanye doing where he's like, you know, I'm going to drop these albums, seven songs, all of them. <laughs> You know what? I'm gonna wear this MAGA hat. Yeah. No, I'm done with this. I'm gonna be the creative director <laughs> for the Pornhub Awards. Like what the? I did is what is funny because I feel like this fits him though. Yeah, of course. <laughs> like he's a creative. Like he's, he's nasty. <laughs> he's definitely a creative. He's also nasty though. Facts. You know yeah. what I'm saying? He's a nasty motherfucker. He talked about fucking his sister-in-laws and. You know what I mean? A fucking great song, by the way. We should be playing that right now in the back. That's a great fucking song. What song was that? Ecstasy. What was that off of? Nothing. It was just he just dropped he it. He made right? it and dropped it. You know, honestly, it could have been a fucking throwaway from the album, and it probably didn't fit. And he just probably threw it out there. But a fucking genius fucking song, and it's honesty. Who wouldn't want to fuck those sisters-in-laws of his? All of them too. Yeah. What do you say? Put them in a tub together or something like that, a jacuzzi together. So that means Kylie too. Yeah, she's grown. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he is what forty-five years old, but that's cool. Hey, if he can still get it up, good for him. <laughs> Gotta get it too. <laughs> I need to see this design. I want to. St- I bet this motherfucker. No one can like get all pink set. I saw it. 
Like, I mean, I'm surprised he didn't have like a gaping vagina in the middle of the fucking. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, that's nice. That's hey, a nice little setup. Clean. And he designed the outfits that the porn stars are wearing. Some of them weren't even wearing tops. See, that don't look pornish enough. I need to see more titty, yo. But see his swag, though? It's <laughs> yeah. like a, a sketchy porn director. He definitely looks like <laughs> this is like Le- a leisure shoot Larry. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He looking. God damn. Yeah, that's clean. That's real clean. That's disgusting, yo. <laughs> just the uh, just what's on his mind. Look what he's wearing. <laughs> he wants to shoot a set right. He wants to shoot a scene right now. I'm yeah, I'm definitely surprised. Like Kanye didn't have everyone walking out of a fucking like tunnel. Like a big vagina is a light coming out of it, and everyone's just walking out of it. Just uh, show me the light is playing. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> that's just coming. It's like that's what I would picture. So they said. So according to reports, they said that the awards was a clusterfuck. Mm. Why so? They said it was unorganized. It started over an hour late. First of all, and then that the war show pretty much it seemed like the porn stars didn't know their cues, and then uh, apparently no one knew that Kanye was even gonna show up. So it was like a last minute surprise. They didn't find out till like a few minutes beforehand. Like, hey, Ye's here. He's gonna come out on stage and do something, (laughs) and that's exactly what he did. Like this picture we're looking at now, this was kind of like a surprise, and also I think. This particular picture right here is actually capturing him when he's coming on stage because he was actually yelling at the photographer who was taking the picture. <laughs> is that what's happening right now? <laughs> taking the picture of the uh, the porn stars wearing his clothes because he was also, also treating this like a runway fashion show oh, versus the award geez. ceremony. He wanted to go in and show off like his new designs. Okay, so are we, are we surprised that a porn awards didn't go <laughs> the way it was supposed to? I mean, well, have you seen the avians? Oh, those are pretty. Yeah, they yeah. done. They done pretty well. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's, like, that's not kind of like the, I gotta give you credit where credit's due. That's like the actually, Oscars of porn awards. You know pretty saying? much. That's, that's actually a well-run show, right that there. It's well produced. <laughs> <laughs> it's well produced. The monologues ain't that bad. Yeah. You know what I'm saying <laughs> the avian awards are kind of lit, yo. Like if I didn't see you suck dick just you know a few moments beforehand, <laughs> I would think that you you know you're a professional at this shit. <laughs> Were you in the, weren't you in the shape of water? <laughs> I could have sworn. No, I was in the pussy shape of water. Yeah. <laughs> My pussy feels like water. <laughs> Volume six. <laughs> ah, that's what you were in. Yeah, both of them were wet. You know what I'm saying? And there wasn't Little Wayne at the AVN Awards. Little Wayne, had, I remember Little Wayne performed. Yeah, he's performed there. They had a couple uh, different artists performing over the years. That mm. shit was lit too. He had all the porn stars up there feeling his wood and whatnot. <laughs> I'm like, man, well, <laughs> at this star. event. Yay and Tiana Taylor performed. Yeah, I saw that. And then Kanye just walked off like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he was like, all right, I'm done. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, yo. You got yeah, the Supreme Gemini. Yeezy don't bring he ain't bring the porn star, porn hub like <laughs> character you gotta have a persona for the porn awards. Like you can't just walk <laughs> off. You gotta do something be some do some yay shit. You know, I don't know. Slap somebody on the ass, throw pull a titty out. Come on, yo. So speaking of yay shit, apparently he just met the uh, uh, was it the executive vice president of Pornhub ten days before this event, and he managed to talk. To, <laughs> he talked the guy into let him design the set and everything. Go. Five days later, <laughs> go. 
He probably just yelled at him and was like, you know who the fuck I am? <laughs> Let me do your shit, yo. I am Basquiat. I am Walt Disney. <laughs> I am Pablo Picasso. Facts. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay, so let's just get to it now. We're looking at, he's doing the Pornhub Awards and performing at the Pornhub Awards. And Jay don't want no parts of this. Sure he does. Jay don't want nowhere. But okay, Jay does not want to be sure nowhere near this nigga if he's over here being a creative director of the Pornhub Awards. Sure he does. No, he doesn't. Yes. No. Nah. Hey. Jay don't want that. Jay don't want that. The best music of Jay's career came at the hands of that man. Right. Now it's done. He don't need that anymore. Sure he does. Not music. He, yeah. Jay, Jay don't need music. Jay's, he don't need Kanye. Jay's shown that he still wants to do music. He wants to do music, but he doesn't need anyone anymore. He does. No. Yeah. Beyonce, creative minds. That's it. <laughs> feed off each other. Yeah. Jay's the creative director for Puma, right? Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Not Puma the Pornhub Awards. <laughs> that's completely different. Look, Puma and Pussy. Both of them are cats, right? <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a different type of poom poom. Hey, yo. That's a different type of poom poom. That yo. is. You never lied, sir. Yo, Jay does not want to be part of that filth. Shout out to the Pornhub Awards. I'm, yeah. I'm an ex-videos guy myself. but I feel like when you go on Pornhub, it always threatens you that you have like a fucking virus on your shit. Does it? Yes. It, I've never seen that. I was yes. watching on my phone, so. Me yeah. too, and it always says you get a virus. You can't get a virus on the iPhone. Well, that's what, well, before I switch back over to iPhone, See? I say that. That's why you switch back. See? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you ain't low. So you know, I do X hamster myself. I do X videos. And X videos, too. I, I go it? back and forth. I've never even heard of X hamster. Yeah, you got to dig a little bit deeper. Is it good? It's pretty good. I mean, they have a few more selections that X videos because X videos doesn't have everything. They do. They have. What do you need? Right. <laughs> Wait a minute. Sometimes I need to get into what you watching, Uncle Buck. Sometimes you need. They some. don't have my specific choices yeah. that I like. That my taste. On right. <laughs> Big black butts isn't really what I meant to. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I don't know. You know what I mean? I just feel like Jay. Oh, if y'all don't know what's going on, Kanye tweeted out. Watch the Throne 2 is coming. And it is. Mm. Mm. It is. Mm. Is it? Tell me why. Oh, he hasn't lied yet. He said Nas got an album. Pusha T got an album. Tiana Taylor has an album. He has an album. Him and Kid Cudi has an album. And he ain't lie. He delivered. So, And he did it at the expense of saying coming soon. So now that he's saying Watch the Throne 2 coming soon. Hmm. You gotta admit, he's, they gonna do this again? They gonna do better. They gonna do better than this? I mean, that's pretty damn classic, but they're gonna do better. Mm, no, bro. Yeah. They ain't got this one. I gotta let that rock a little bit. There you go. SoundCloud, don't do it. SoundCloud, don't do it. Don't no try, we don't want to get none of that shit. What was that, Uncle Buck? Don't we? What do you say? We don't try. We do. That sounds like some uh, some some Nike shit right there, yo. Tell him to stay in his lane with his contract. Don't say nothing about doing anything. <laughs> he can't have nothing with do in it. No doing for Kanye. You feel me? But like, I don't know, man. I don't think Jay is 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 with it. Jay did for not sign off for that. For nah. the music, he is. Nah. Yeah. Nah. It's just for the music. But I don't think he just. I don't think he want to be in the space with same space with Kanye at this moment. They I don't can. think they want to be. I don't. I, again, I don't know these motherfuckers. 
But just I'm a fan. I've been a big fan of Jay. I just know the way Jay moves. It's like they are two different people. You feel me? Like they just. I feel like Jay doesn't want to be in the in the space with Kanye at the moment. Well, you know what I just saw too. Um, Kanye is getting back with his entire um, original team. Um, John Monopoly. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting to see Don C come back in the picture. Um, but he was recently just in Chicago, um, top of the month or in August. No, top of the month actually. What was he selling? Um, he wasn't selling nothing. You sure? He was in the studio with Chance. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, it was the day Michael Jackson died. It was either Michael Jackson's birthday or the day he passed away, whatever day that was. Um, he was in the studio. He was with Chance. He even chopped up a crazy ass sample of old Michael Jackson. I heard that. Yeah. It was hard. It's hard as shit. But he did a whole run through Chicago. He did a couple interviews um, on some radio stations and stuff. But he basically got back together with his original team. Like, not for the day, not for the week. Like, they are back on. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? So, I almost feel like he is kind of getting back to his groove. And, you know, as far as, all right, the fans say they want this. I've spent a few years doing this over here for me. Let me give them what they want. And he has. I mean, he did five albums worth of chopping. You know what I'm saying? And now he's talking about Watch the Throne 2. I mean, who doesn't want to see Jay and Ye come back together? That shit was a fucking... Uh, that was a damn near highlight reel every night of them touring. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, who doesn't want to see that shit get back together? And the music itself spoke for itself. I mean, it's legendary. It did, but I just... Oh, I'm, I'm, Kanye's not back on my good side, man. I can see... I feel like this ain't, this ain't genuine. So this is all he's doing. This run, it's all disingenuous. He's doing. He's doing this. I'm gonna let you talk, Uncle Buck. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like he's doing this because he is something. He, he's promoting something. That's when Kanye. That's what he does, man. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what they all do. That's what Jay does. Mm-hmm. Jay. Jay doesn't. He doesn't promote. He does, Jay. Jay. Jay, Jay promoted invents. He invented. Well, he didn't invent it, but for the most part, he was the first to really be big behind it. He stands beside people, or he takes people's swags. And rise with it. And then Drake saw what Jay did, and now Drake does it. Like, people just, Diddy does it. He's done it for many years. Like, that's what people do. You know what I'm saying? Like, Ye just always stood by himself. You know what I'm saying? As far as promote what? Like, he, he, he he's just one of them. Out, he's always been an outspoken individual. He's always been. Right, for um, promotion. Spur, not for promotion. He's always been that's. sporadic. When he said Bush doesn't like black people, that wasn't promoting anything. That was How just How many him. years ago was that? But I'm just saying, from Kanye from the jump okay. up until now, even every album, he's never done anything crazy to promote. It's almost as if he takes a negative situation upon himself and turns it back into a positive. So think about this. His car crash. He did not almost kill himself to promote nothing, but he turned that into a positive from through the wire to college dropout, and he became Kanye West. Facts. Through uh, that didn't through, really through Bush doesn't like mm-hmm. black people to... Uh, what was the um, the next one after that? When that whole thing happened after cause drop, I was um, um, shit. Come on now, what's the name of the fucking Spit album? It out. That fucking album, late, well, registration. late registration. All right, so you have that, and that was a bad thing for him to say that on national mm-hmm. public TV. You know what I'm saying? Then you have uh, what was next? Graduation. Graduation was next, and what was that? Uh. I don't really remember when anything crazy happened. But no, his mom died during oh, 808 and heartbreaks. Yeah, boom. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Uh, the Taylor Swift situation 
after that came My Dark Twisted Fantasy, one of his, his best, best albums, yeah. period. You know what I'm saying? Facts. Like, every so time did it happen? When did when the Taylor Swift situation that happened before Dark Twisted Fantasy dropped? Matter of fact, was, he okay. was in they, he was blackballed, and he went into hiding, and he basically just churned out one of the best projects he's ever delivered ever. Yeah, that was 2009. And the only reason I remember that because we got married that year. Oh yeah, and we were pumping um, Blueprint Three. As a matter of fact, at our and weddings he came and stuff, back, I remember he was, he was blackballed at that point. He produced all of Blueprint Three and pretty much helped resurrect Jay Z. All right, because he tried to come back with Kingdom Come, didn't work. Diddy gave him American Gangster. Everybody's like, okay, yes, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a swag here. But when Kanye executive produced all Blueprint Three, everybody was like, okay, on to the next one and all those other dreams mm-hmm. they had. You know what I'm saying? Then he came with My Dark Twisted Fantasy. Like every time, so everything he does is not to, oh, I need promotion. and No, nah, like it's like something negative always happens, but yet he can spin it into a positive because of how just creative and talented he is. And at the end of the day, whether you agree with him or disagree with him, you know with him it's coming from a genuine place of this is what I feel. You know what I'm saying? And how many people, as we say, are phony in the industry, can you say does that on a regular basis? Like, yeah, he does that. You know what I'm saying? And then on top of that, he comes back and delivers you with your favorite streetwear and some shoes or something like that. And then he gives you the music to walk in those shoes with. You know what I'm saying? He gives you the style. Like, he gives you the perspective. You know what I'm saying? And that's why we all love Ye. Like, at the end of the day, whether or not you agree with him or disagree with him. We used to love Ye. No, we still love Ye. You love Ye. You know why you still love Ye? Because when you see him chopping that shit up and he's in the studio with Chance and Chance is in the cut smoking a cig. And everybody's just vibing. And he's chopping that Mike Jack sample up. And you're mm-hmm. like, ooh. It was good. That's my point. I and that, that nigga. That's why everybody <laughs> still loves him. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's that nigga. He is. He just is. Supreme Gemini. He has a clothing line. He has. Uh, come almost, damn near a billion dollar clothing line. Okay. Shoes included. So he's always pr- trying to promote. Well, you have to. When you're okay, in that's what I'm saying. Now. Kanye for the last few years has just been on the pro- promo run. He's been using this, using everything for attention. When he went on, everything was been for attention. You know what I'm saying? That's why well, I, I agree really with fucking, that. That's why I, I ain't been fucking with it. Cause it's like, all right, you doing this shit, like you playing with people's emotions just because you want to sell some shit. That's all it is. Like he just want to sell some shit. He coming back to Chicago. He linking back up with Consequence and all that. Dang, that ain't real. But what's he selling? That ain't he got Watch the Throne two coming. He probably got shit lined up every time he has for Watch the Throne two. Like, no, he wants to go back to Chicago and like, oh, I'm back with my people. All this other shit, but that why, ain't gonna last. But why can't he do that? But it ain't gonna. It ain't genuine to me. I don't but feel but like see, it's we genuine. we don't know that because one, he's not on social media, so we don't know what led to that. You don't just don't show up in Chicago, be like, hey, I'm here. Come one, come all. Like, that's a conversation that's happened and progressed over time, I'm assuming, right? And then you touch down in Chicago, and then you go hit the ground running. You know what I'm saying? And he doesn't do many interviews. So when he does do an interview, you don't know what you're going to get. And it was a pretty solid interview he gave. You know what I'm saying? So I would assume, I would assume. So when all them albums dropped, he did an interview with Charlemagne. He did an interview. He did one up to TMZ and did that. They said the slavery thing. He did and one then, interview with Charlamagne, one main interview, and that's a big interview after the TMZ thing. That was before. 
Was it before? Yeah, and then he went to the TMZ after. Oh, true, true, true. But even still, it was I'm just one saying interview. those are oh, that's one that's a, and they made a big deal out so of it. So one interview for over the course of five. It was albums. Uh, say all right, say 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 you don't do a bunch of interviews, but you do an interview with like. I'm not saying Charlemagne's at this status, but as far as hip hop, he's a big status name. You do an interview with like Oprah or something, and that's the only interview. That's a big interview. That could equal up to like ten fucking interviews. You feel me? Like. And he only did it just because he had that album run going down. Now he had that album. He had that whole out the uh, the uh, what was it? What week? What month did they all come out? Uh, June. June. Uh, no, tail end of May. Okay. Push well, he had tea. that whole month. Where those it was pretty much pushed. from May. Was May twenty fifth to yeah, June? 25th. It was supposed to be like thirty days. That was a promo basically. run. That's all it is. He's been doing it all for attention. It ain't for. It ain't the same. Yeah, yo. It yeah, is. he did it from his heart. This nigga doing it for some other shit. Like it's the same. Yeah. Anywho, <laughs> watch the throne too. I don't think it's happening. Uncle Buck, what, I know we me and kids over here <laughs> took up some time. What, what did you? What do you think? Do you think it's gonna happen or not? I give him the benefit of the doubt. I mean, I don't know if it's gonna happen with Jay. Uh, I know he made some comments. You know, was it 2016 and stuff? Uh, you know, I know their relationship went a bit south. Maybe they reconciled. I don't know. Jay's on meds. I mean, excuse me. Jay's on meds now, supposedly, right? He's in another supposedly. space. And if we're being totally objective about it, besides the the uh, MAGA comments that he made and stuff, those albums were all solid. No, they weren't. What? Nas was terrible. Okay, ignoring that, all the albums were solid. <laughs> and, you know, he's in that creative space again. Now, whether we feel the creative space is something entirely different, but the fact that he is, like, bombing and kind of in a certain area that's familiar to us in terms of like him putting out, you know, content, product, whatever you want to call it. I give him the benefit of the doubt. Um, I actually enjoy this. Ye, Ye first came to the forefront based off his production. That's his natural state. Him as a, a, um, a rapper, a performer, whatever you want to call it, is something entirely different. But him like making music, he's a genius, whether we want to go ahead and admit it or not. He creates classics. And I think we should respect him for that. You know, uh, if, he, if he says that Throne 2 is going to come out, whether it's with Jay or someone else, you know, whether that's, that's, that's another, that was going to be another one of my questions. So whether it's like with Jay or could it be with Chance, you know, um, mm. I know he's feeling, uh, again, he's back in his hometown. I think he said he's opening offices over there or something like that, right? Mm. He's trying to give back. There you go. Um, now he's trying, okay. So, so maybe he's that's going that route. And if so, I can't wait for it. Me personally, um, also too, since everybody's reconciling, what happens like, and I may, we may get into this later, but what if it's like with pushing Drake? What if he goes a total another route with Throne 2? Hmm. I would lose respect for Pusha if that happens, yo. Why? You can't. Pusha gave him a black eye and said, get up, little nigga. Nah. <laughs> he said, dust it off. Yep, nah, that's that what happens. That ain't, that ain't real beef, man. Or what if it's, what if it's with Meek and Drake then? I mean, there's, there's all types of ways that he can go. My bottom line is, I want to see Ye executive produce another album. He can't go many ways because Jay has a sign off on that. Yeah. That's the throne. That's their name. You know what I'm saying? And hence, then they do a couple of songs with, um, that, that's what happened with Drake, pop style. Um, reason why Jay's um, verse was so short because he sided with Meek in the whole issue. And they had already recorded the joint, the music. So that's why Jay said, nah, cut it. You know what I'm mean? saying? So that's why his verse is like just, he says like it's just one line and then it just jumps back into whoever spits next. 
So like Jay has a say. He owns the throne along with Ye. So it's I don't personally see it. And that's a dope idea though and a dope concept. As far as it could be a twist on it. And and Jay might approve that, right? But for the most part, if they're saying the throne, shit, that is Jay and fucking Kanye West, period. I'm not gonna go to Uncle Buck. It's probably gonna be either Ye or somebody else or two other motherfuckers and Ye just produces it. Hmm. Yeah, Jay, I, mean, I don't, yeah, I don't feel Jay. Jay can sign off. I don't think Jay's gonna say, hate like that. Jay's gonna be like, okay, cool. Because he's putting money in his pocket as, either way. As, as you say, he's a businessman, and yeah, it, it might, it might put money in his pocket. There ain't no guarantee. He's a guy who moves in sure things. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, if, he, if it's the right combination, Jay will be like, all right, cool. Mm. You got it. This <laughs> <laughs> is the wreck <laughs> Kanye what you doing Why you at the Pornhub Awards <laughs> There's so many titties AB <laughs> I, <don't know>, <laughs> I just want to look at some titties During the original throne run <laughs> They did the Victoria's Secret fashion show I mean that's half naked chicks Walking beside them you know what I'm saying? Why they were performing and shit like that. So I mean, it's possible. Jay be, Jay's. He's in a different space now, though. <laughs> Jay sometimes be looking uncomfortable, though. Like you know what I'm saying? If he was like a big crowd of people, you can tell he's kind of like anti-social a little bit, yo. Oh, yeah. You he's, can t- he's just like, hmm. <laughs> like you know what I mean? He's reached that status. You know? Yeah, you can tell he's like. But Kanye be like when he he just well the old Kanye he just be out there. You he know what I'm saying? Walks in any room. Yeah, he walking in a room with his <laughs> dick out, yo. You know what I'm saying? Kanye West. <laughs> <laughs> he just let you know I am the greatest. I am a god. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that's why he is a goat, man. He is a goat. Not the goat. He is a goat. That's why. No, I mean, you know, I give him his, his respect, of course, because it's Kanye. Yeah. It's Kanye. Let me just say that. I'm not trying to downplay the man as a musician, as a producer, as a rapper, but as a person. He's just not on my list, right? He's not on my good side right now, yo. It's a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know. They might could get together, you know, if Meek and Drake can do it. Hey, yeah. You know what I mean? That Big was that, that was that was epic. Yo, shout out yo, let me first before we get into Meek and Drake. Drake's fucking stage looks so godly. Have you seen his stage for his concert? That thing looks like it's looks like a fucking scene out of Tron. Nigga, <laughs> like <laughs> that is that came straight out of Heaven's Gates, yo. Right. It's like, what is he walking on? It's like feathers. It's those are angel feathers he's walking on, yo. That shit is crazy. My man Meek came out the floor. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Tim Boots on some Philly shit, like always, you know what I mean? And they hugged it out. I saw it too that they uh his team released something saying, um, stay tuned to your threads cause Drake's about to break the internet. Mm. It was a hashtag break the internet type shit mm. before Meek came out. The end yo, this is why this the internet this this why it's been a wild week. You got fucking Yeezy doing porn. You know what I'm saying? You got to watch the throne mate come out, watch the throne too, and now Meek and Drake are back together? What the fuck? Damn. It's a I good do week. back together because they look, they was, they was getting cozy, yo. <laughs> 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 that, was a, that was like, no, that was like a, that was like, a, that was, I miss you, dog, type of hug. You know what I'm saying? I miss you, bro. I ain't really mean that. Yeah, I ain't mean that shit. <laughs> you know how I You ain't really a bitch. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew that was you and Nikki's tour for real. <laughs> I was just, just joking. I just had to say it yeah, for yeah. the fans. I knew you. That was your tour just as much as hers. You know I didn't really mean it like that. It was for the six. Yeah. <laughs> I did it for the six. I did it for the six, baby. You know what I'm saying? I just did it for the six. Come on now. You know what I'm saying? I want what do you think that text conversation was like, yo? 
what the fuck was going on in that text thread? Like probably some long delays. Like what should I say to this nigga? Now? I feel like Drake sent the eye, eye emoji, the <laughs> eyes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like me you know and man gave him the eye joint, and Meek was like, send the eye joint back, <laughs> and then he just sent the gif, <laughs> like a, a gif of a like ah, ooh, like a bad on a Will Smith and Bad Boy and Martin Lawrence. They doing the ah, doing that back to each other, and then they. Got back together. <laughs> <laughs> now they're besties again, yo. When he saw the text come in, you think they were both smiling? Yeah, they, Drake <laughs> definitely. Drake, first off, Drake sent the text. <laughs> Drake definitely sent. He sent the text smiling. Mm-hmm. And then Meek I was like, oh, this year is a Chris Ball crazy, man. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, hey, you want to come over? I'm, I'm roasting s'mores. <laughs> yeah, <why not? laughs> you know? <laughs> he was over there you know, I got, you know, got some chocolate milk over here. <laughs> you know, what you, what you want to do? You know what I mean? Yo, they had that ping pong game was epic, too, yo. Yeah, it was. Like 20 racks on that game, yo. That's why they was playing so damn hard. You go from beefing to... 20 racks on a ping pong <laughs> you know, like that is yo, that's a different way of life i don't know anything about that way of living yo not at all not at all niggas i didn't beef where we got cool i just like adapt them up and we smoked together <laughs> <laughs> we matched <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> we, oh you got weed i got weed let's do this thing they said it was um what is it they reached out about two days before or some shit like that mm. prior to mm. let's look what's coming I, I wonder who I wonder if that was a one of them, or was that in between? That said, "Hey, you guys need to piece this together. It Why might, not?" Might be in combination. True. I mean, you you figure a lot's changed since all that happened. That was like what two, three years ago, when all yeah. that like really came to a forefront. Me got locked up. Uh, Drake was in the public beefs. And, Lost you know, Nicki Minaj. Yeah. Yeah. You know, public confrontation with uh, Pusher, let alone having a child and all this other shit. You know, I mean. People change and you grow up. I mean, that's life, right? Meek took an L to Drake. Drake took an L to Push. Yeah. And like I said before in an old podcast, two L's make a W. Facts. That's all. That's true. Put your two L's together and win. Still true to this day. (laughs) Two L's make a W. You know what I'm saying? Two negatives make a positive. Very sage, sir. Very sage. Maybe that's the gift that he sent over. When what? the twins unite, <laughs> they, put <laughs> <laughs> they put two L's. They put two L's together. <laughs> L twins unite. <laughs> Make a dub. <laughs> Let's do it. Amen. <laughs> Shout out to them, man. Are we getting music from them? More than likely. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Meek's next album. Ooh, Meek's next album. That's going to be hard. Yeah. Rico part two. Rico part two. <laughs> you gonna look at the, you gonna write this one, nigga. <laughs> so you gonna write it this time? Drake gonna be like, nah. <laughs> you know what it is ain't, by now. Ain't nigga. nothing changed, nigga. <laughs> and Meek just like, oh boy, you ain't changed a bit, motherfucker. Call party over to write the shit for him. Right, not even. <laughs> but I think that's probably what made Meek mad in the first place. He like, you got. You got Quentin Miller to write <laughs> So you telling me you gave me a Quentin Miller verse and not party? <laughs> he probably was just offended. Like, Quentin Miller? He said, who the fuck is that? <laughs> Quentin. <laughs> His name is Quentin. You couldn't let party write your shit? You let... Ugh. He was disgusted, yo. <laughs> That's why he got beef. That's probably what it was, yo. What do you think the best uh, collabo is? 
Who, amen. Megan Drake. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Okay. I just want to make sure. That shit was hard. And then what they had? How many one? did they, they had? Amen. They had uh, Rico. Oh, he, oh yeah, Rico. No, they Amen have, was better. They didn't have nothing else though, right? I think it was that two. Those two. I, 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 I do like Rico three. though. Mm, Rico is. But you know what? Mm-hmm. I, I'm probably mistaken. No, Amen was. That's. I mean, that no was, question. Yeah. yeah. And the video was super lit. Yeah. Them niggas was godly. <laughs> that shit was super lit. It was on that. Uh, I was like. No, I was gonna say Quavo, and that wasn't them. That was um, the cats from Travis Porter in the background on that album, that record. Was it? Yeah, ad libbing. Damn, what happened saying, to Travis saying Porter? Saying amen and all that stuff. Yeah, I know, right? That's crazy, yo. Travis Porter used to be so hot, yo. Yeah. Then Migos came and said, "Nope, nigga." <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying, Mama, <laughs> Mama. <laughs> Travis Porter couldn't couldn't come up better with Mama, yo. They couldn't beat a Mama. <laughs> and look, you if, can't beat a mama. If yo. he plays cards right, he will have his own, you know, honchos, grits, chicken. What we say? You know, Travis Porter is three people. Did you know that? Yeah. <laughs> Uncle, Buck, Uncle Buck ain't no. It's three. He said if he had his cards right. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. I need to meet this Travis yeah, Porter yeah. fellow. <laughs> yeah, because we first said I was, I was seeing Travis Scott. My bad. Oh no, Travis Porter. It was three of them niggas. And that's what yeah. I always thought when you okay, before. Yeah, it's like bad. what the fuck? Why they? You know what I'm saying? It's a weird name, but you know what I mean. They couldn't make. They couldn't think of nothing better than a mama, yo. A mama is legendary. <laughs> they couldn't have nothing better than a mama. Well, I mean, simple. So I mean, a lot of people can relate. Mama. Everybody has a mama, right? <laughs> mama. Yeah. And then you just that, that make you just want that's how you want to call your your mother. It's like mama, yeah, <laughs> mama. About <laughs> <laughs> so, ten dollars. Who produces the next Drake and Meek record? Yeah, mm. psych. <laughs> Drake ain't having that. <laughs> yo, that'd be yo. That would be a wild. This whole month would be crazy if fucking <laughs> Kanye would produce a Meek and Drake track. That whole trio right there is weird, right? Yeah, he, That's just a weird combination. That's exactly why it's going to happen. He went on social media apologizing to Drake, too, yeah, this past week. That wasn't yeah, a real I, okay, apology. I, I saw that, too. Yeah. I wouldn't even call that. I mean, it was an apology, but not. It was like. It's an apology. He's like, I, my bad, I guess. That's what, kind of, that's what I felt from him. It was like, I mean, if you want me to apologize, I'm sorry if that's what you want to hear. But. Yeah, I mean, he talked about, like, you know, Push has his own opinions. He loves him. He learned his lesson about talking about people's kids from the whole Wiz thing a few years ago. I mean, yeah, you know, it is what it is. That's what, I mean, people grow. I, mean, I was pissed, though, like many, that he just shitted all over that lift yourself beat with the whole mumble and rap type shit. But the scoopity poop. Yeah, that was a hard ass beat. You're that just was waiting for it. This year. You're waiting for that shit. And then he does that. And you're like, damn. <laughs> but that was his best verse this year. Shut up. Scoopity poop. I like. I was gonna say the poop. Scoopity poopity poop. Scoop the poop the whoop. And I was like, okay. <laughs> That's the best thing he said in about what five years. I was yo. like, I see this. Why wow, this is popular? <laughs> he said scoopity whoopity poop. Yo, can I we can like, we name this uh episode scoopity whoopity poop? <laughs> 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 Let it burn. <laughs> Uncle Buck's dying, ladies and gentlemen. If you don't know what's going on, <laughs> let it burn. Scoopity poop. <laughs> let that scoopity poops burn, yo. I couldn't spit it out because it tastes so good. <laughs> he definitely didn't spit it out. 
<laughs> you gotta let the, he, the Uncle Buck does not waste liquor. You know what I'm saying? He just straight swallowed that shit, oh, even though it's probably filled with vomit. <laughs> <laughs> and his dinner <laughs> He definitely just in took that like There you go Take it Take it Take it <laughs> Damn we can't wait till we get video <laughs> That would have been beautiful Get that man a Tums Hey yo Don't, don't touch me no, you don't, you don't. <laughs> Let me breathe Don't touch me Don't touch me <sighs> Scoopity whoopity poop You know what I'm saying Shout out to that Man Those motherfuckers are getting It's crazy how everything is like People are reuniting and coming back together, but you're still going to have that. You still got some type of beef. Mm. Mm. You got your cat fights happening, too, out here, man. Mm. You know? I'm one to say I'm not really a fan of us fighting and, you know, beefing and, you know, uh, and uh, running into each other and making us look crazy, but. This Nikki and Cardi fight, man. When, that shit is just some balling shit. Like you in there fucking high. <laughs> it's, it's all these rich motherfuckers, and you in there throwing down. That's on site. Who who favorite rapper nowadays doing that? Somebody tell me. Who's favorite rapper? Nobody's favorite rapper is running down on anybody like that no more. Cardi was in there in a fucking gown, ready to fucking whoop ass, yo. She took it back to the nineties. Cardi. Hey man, y'all niggas is wildin'. Hold on, man. Get 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 on here, man. What's wrong with you, yo? You know what I'm saying? Hold on. I feel like I gotta play something from Cardi. What I gotta play? You know what I'm saying? We gotta get the meek flow going. Yeah, Cardi went in there and was like, bitch, you don't even know who you fucking with. Come here. Come here, bitch. Two options. Either run or get these hands. <laughs> I gave you two options, bitch. Come on, Mama man. Yes. Queen Cardi, right? You, are, you, are you with Cardi or are you with Nikki? Who with, with Cardi? With Cardi? What I'm talking about, man. Hold on, man. Said bitches used to spitting her food. Nikki, you ain't spitting her food. God damn it! You ain't spitting in Cardi's food. Cause Cardi pulled the fuck up. Mm. Right, let me turn this down just a little bit. Let me turn it down because I need to talk about this real quick, yo. Cardi probably the hardest rapper in the game. Oh hell yeah! She's the thoroughest rapper in the game. I concur. Yes, like you don't see these guys. Like even with we just talking about Meek and Drake, they did not run up. Yeah, we talked about this. This was like on the phone. This was literally Cardi and Nicki. Like fuck all the fucking words on social media and shit like that. I'm interviews, here. It's going down. I'm here on site through hands. Fuck you, bitch. And New York Fashion Week go all all places too. I love it. That means you can get these hands anywhere. <laughs> like her whole ass I don't give a out. fuck. Tom Ford is over here chilling somewhere. I don't give a shit. You gonna get these hands, bitch. <laughs> she threw her shoe. She right threw what's a Giuseppe, whatever the fuck, you know what I'm saying? Red bottom, whatever. She threw that shit. She was knotted she was knotted up too, right? Yeah, they said somebody stole on her. Nah, they said somebody um, got her, didn't they? Tagged nah. her? Wasn't Nikki. Not no, not Nikki. But it was some it somebody was, got her, you know what I'm saying? Probably why she wasn't looking. It was Basically, Nikki's entourage holding her back, and Cardi's entourage trying to hold her back. And mm-hmm. in between the scuffle, Cardi's trying to throw her shoe and all this other shit, and something probably popped back on her, or she probably caught an accident in the elbow. 
But shit. that did you see the picture? She walked smooth uh, past the police. Uh, she was like, "Fuck it, I love it." Yeah. Oh damn, I love Cardi. Yo, <laughs> she just walked out like she didn't just start a ruckus in the fucking New York Fashion Week. You know what I'm saying? Like she didn't just start a riot in that motherfucker. That's yo. what I said. It's '90s hip hop all over again. Is it? Hell yeah. But nobody got shot though. Well, I mean, okay. <laughs> so late nineties hip hop, <laughs> late nineties hip hop, like early two thousands. Yeah, exactly. yeah, I got you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> early two thousands, but they still scuffled. You know what I mean? No, I mean like now we hear the rap beat, rap beats. I mean we talked about it plenty of times on like past episodes and stuff. Like they they go ahead and clap off at each other. Someone comes back with a weak response. Then like for whatever reason, there's another weak counter response. Nah, they were going at each other. So, you know, subliminally through the media, and all of a sudden, like you know what, fuck this bitch. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and throw these hands. She said, "Let me wrap my weave up." <laughs> she said in the song, she ripped her designer dress. Her whole ass was out, and she did not care. I love it. Mm-mm. But look at these world star videos. Bitches be butt naked in the street. <laughs> Yo, I see oh, a yeah, world star true. video. A woman literally. Took off her sundress and was ass naked, and she was she squared up like, come on, yo, coochie out everything, shit swinging. You feel me? Everything is out. I so, love it. so Cardi, like, she from that. Let me tell you why. And then for those motherfuckers saying, oh, this ain't classy, this ain't this. Cardi's a ghetto bubble. Look yeah, at me. Of course. Who yeah, she you think she's been telling y'all this shit since day one? You're dancing to her music while she's telling you this in the music. Right. I don't want to hear, yo, keep that same energy when you hear Bodak Yellow playing again. You know what I'm saying? You hearing all this shit. She wants to smoke. What's that song she got with Yachty and Offset? I want to smoke. She wanted to smoke. Mm. She wanted to smoke. You feel me? And then it's like people, this day and age, people are, are, are weird with that shit because, like, they expect people to just go back and forth on Instagram Live. You know right. what I'm saying? <laughs> they, they want their rappers to just be like, I'm going to shoot your mother. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? On Instagram Live. Yo, brother, your dead brother is a bitch. Ooh, you know what I'm saying? You, saying, you hear him say that? You hit, <laughs> one of them is in fucking New York. Another one is in fucking Tulsa, Oklahoma or some shit. It's like, and they just, they just talking shit on Instagram Live now when Cardi is like, don't say my daughter's name or don't talk about me on the on Instagram. She meant she said that in person because mm-hmm. she's cut from that cloth. Like, yo, I just got famous, bitch. Like, you feel me? I don't care about none of this shit. Like, I just got a bag. Like, I will fuck you. Like, I will fuck you up in here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I will give you these hands. You know what I mean? I will beat the shit out of that fucking. Bean bag of an ass, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I will kick you right in it. Mm. You just made me think about something too. Both of them got fake asses too. I, I was getting to they, that. That shit would rip. <laughs> like yeah, who do you have having a body part like deflate <laughs> or fall fall apart almost like Michael Jackson back in the day? I got the I got Nikki's ass deflating. Okay, and I got one of Cardi's titties popping. Mm. Agreed. Okay. Because Nikki just went overboard with her ass. Like, that shit is crazy. And Cardi's titties are already kind of fucked up, so. Yeah, they're a little lopsided. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, th- I thought that was just me. Like, when you see them in certain dresses that she wears, it's like, oh, man, they, you know, they big. But then you're like, 
But they also look fucked up. <laughs> like like <laughs> she, she admitted they're fucked up. Like yeah. they look like they feel like bags of sand. Like forty year old virgin. She got the bag and she said she fixed her teeth. Cool. I wonder if she's gonna fix those titties next. Though. She needs to. <laughs> yeah, they need a little touch up. <laughs> Get a little hey, touch up. And going back to earlier, if you watch xvideos.com, mm-hmm. you can see those titties. Give us the bag X videos. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Speaking of X videos again. I know there's a porn star Capri Styles. Y'all know Capri Styles? Yeah. She's like, you know Capri Styles? Mm-hmm. Her, yo, you talking about a. F- Uncle Buck's like, mm-hmm. He's a, mm-hmm. Yeah, I know her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 138 videos just this year. <laughs> you know her stat line and shit. About uh, 500 BJs, uh, 60 anal scenes. But she ain't got that one video I don't, I'm looking for. It's that one video. She's, I can't find it. Uncle Buck is definitely one of them dudes that will search for an hour. He going he on page forty. He <laughs> don't jerk till you find the one video. Did I write video? It's like he on page fifty five. <laughs> it's like God damn it, where is it, yo? <laughs> hey, come on now. My junk is my fortune. <laughs> okay. Said, I shall not waste not a drop. <laughs> Not one drop. I want that good one. Listen, it has to be the money shot, okay? I, like, I want the good one. What's my favorite? I knew I should have favored this one. Been in the bathroom for like an hour. <laughs> Trying to hide out from the kids. <laughs> Saying it. Going on Google and shit. Maybe Google got it. Got to bookmark that shit. <laughs> I bookmark all my favorite scenes, yo. I know exactly what it. Oh, I know three minutes and twenty seconds. Definitely, here we go. You know what I'm saying? Have a refined palate. But what was I saying? Oh yeah, Capri Styles. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Capri Styles. Her talking about fucked up boob jobs. She has a nipple higher than the other. You check that out. Google Capri Styles. Well, you got Google. She used to have flat, super flat chested and shit. There you go, Giz. <laughs> she was super flat chested. Then she got a, a obvious boob job. There's a few of them like that. Yeah, like they came in like she was flat, flat. You know what I'm saying? Even though I liked it back then too, she could still do a thing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But then she obviously got a bit boob job. She went from like a A cup to like a D cup. But them things was like, you know what I mean? They was they had the lazy eye. One was down. They had the Forrest Whitaker. One was down. Oh, one was up. Google Amy Anderson too. She's like that. Is that a white woman? Mm-hmm. I know it. <laughs> I mean, as far as like a black one. Uh, What's her name? Um, Capri. Capri. K A P R I. Yeah. There you go. This guy right here. (laughs) Her real name is. (laughs) I like the drink. Her real name is. Why are you looking for that? Um, You know, I just find it crazy. Like, the women are really going way harder than the men. You know what I'm saying? The men, men, I need somebody to get shot. Don't die, but <laughs> somebody got something needs to happen. Where are the fights? There are no more fights with male rappers. Like you want to see someone maybe get like maimed or you know just seriously injured, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so there you go. <laughs> there you go. Some something, something. A little bloodshed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the only real thing that's been happening with rappers is home invasions. That ain't that ain't got nothing to do with beef. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, yeah. Rich the Kid, he got robbed, and uh, who else? Takashi Six Nine. Got robbed, but it's like, all right, I want to see some rappers. Yeah, I mean, for them, you kind of see it coming. That's saying that they deserve getting robbed, but it's like when you flash certain things, you kind of call for it, right? Like, 
I seen Takashi like come out and I mean he has like you know stacks. I mean that's cool, but kind of asking for it. Rapper stop! Oh, rapper stop walking around with a hundred thousand dollars in your pocket. Yeah, like who does that? <laughs> it's a it's banks. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know what I'm saying CQ is still out here. What's another? What's a good bank that they should go? What's a good if you have a hundred thousand dollars in your pocket? What's a good bank that you should go to? Not Wells Fargo. Yeah, I was saying like <laughs> don't go to Wells Fargo. There's a few that's kind of sketchy these yeah, days. I still have. I need to get. I'm trying to. I need to transfer my shit from Wells Fargo. They get a little sketchy. They've been. <laughs> <laughs> they've been coming out with some wild shit. They've been making false accounts and all this shit. Yeah, yeah. I've been meaning to talk to you about them. Uh, I'm pretty sure like your fortune's gone. Cause <laughs> they don't have a fortune. That's that's how you know I'm broke. They didn't even touch my shit. <laughs> They're like, nah, we ain't gonna scheme it. We don't need to take him. This nigga need all the shit. Well, he need everything he got in this motherfucker. Yo. <laughs> he waiting on that next check. We just we just gonna wait. We're good. He's fine. You know what I'm saying? What's a good bank, Uncle Buck? I know you. What you good with that? What's a good bank? Come on, help these rappers out so they don't get, keep getting robbed. So we got like a few different that we use so for one of the businesses we have uh, what's it called first national bank then oh, first uh, national yeah then for like uh some of our like basic family accounts we have bank of america then for our the kids and our travel accounts we have capital one mm. i got wachovia not even wells fargo Okay. <laughs> I still got Wachovia. I forgot about them oh yeah <laughs> wachovia but no um Look here, man. Rappers, stop being rappers again and knuckle up, or or at least shoot someone in the shoulder. <laughs> just let an exit wound. You know what I mean? Like, let's get let's get back to some real shit. Uh, Nikki and and Carl. Did you see what Nikki was saying? She's been saying a lot of shit. Like you she's know, talking about like this is helping her to, like sell albums now. She's a real winner because Cardi's going man. off at her. Like, and, and, and folks out there, mind you. And I feel, I think I feel comfortable saying this for the rest of the crew. Like, this is some of the dumbest shit <laughs> out there. It's just grateful content. Because <laughs> it's on the top, but this is like some of the dumbest shit ever. We got to talk about it, baby. <laughs> we got to talk about it, baby. You know what I'm saying? This ain't no podcast. We got to talk about it. And we will be hypocrites, mind you, like how we just went on Nikki about like kind of losing it, <laughs> you yeah, know, exactly. a few episodes back. Yeah. This is a clear example of that. But she didn't want the smoke, though. That's true. She did not want the smoke. My thing is, don't be out here talking that rah-rah shit. Listen, she's trying to take the higher ground with everything, but, like, how are you going to take the higher ground, but you cussing up a storm? Like, CNN has quote. I mean, CNN's running with the story, but you talking about, like, it's fucking sad, and, you know, I would never do this, then, the third. Like, come on now. How are you classy, but still cussing up a storm? Nikki, this is just another L for her to me. <laughs> you feel me? This just make Cardi, like, this don't hurt Cardi because it's just up her alley. So it's like. We knew Cardi was with the shits. We knew this is what happens, and this is just some industry shit, man. And um, whatever, you just gotta let the artists do their thing, all right. But um, in the beginning of the podcast, I played Mac Miller. You know what I mean? Um, I'm not gonna lie; it's not too many celebrity deaths that that hit me. You know, it's like um, I've said this before. I think the only one that really affected me before this was uh, was Bernie Mac. I was sad when Bernie Mac passed away. That kind of hit me because, you know, Bernie Mac was one of my favorite comedians, like an uncle and everything. That kind of hit me. But, like, Mac Miller, this just came out of nowhere. Yeah, Like, to me, it was just, it hit, it hit. It was just one of those things where it's like you never would kind of expect it to happen. You know what I mean? There's some people 
not like you wish death on anyone, but some people you can see this happening from. You can see that, oh, man, all right. It's sad, but I can I understand. I see why. I could see how this happening. But Mac, I couldn't, man. Mac just seemed like, I'm talking like I know the man, but it's like the the way his, he had one of those personalities. He, he made music where it's like he was a, a fun-loving guy. You know what I'm saying? Like to have fun. Like it was, it, it was amazing to see all these artists from old school, new school, you know what I'm saying? Like they were giving him praise. Pete Rock posted something rest in peace mac miller you know putting up things uh little to little pump to little zan like yo snoop dog rest in peace mac don't putting up all these like videos text messages all this stuff from every like from different genres of hip-hop i'm saying rest in peace to mac miller that's how you know and people like that man it's kind of it's it's sad to see them go because like they just had a his ceiling was high. You know what I mean? He he wasn't even close to even reaching his ceiling. You know what I mean? Like he was, and his music just gradually got better. You can tell, like, all right, he went from one style. He was like, you know what? I'm gonna just, I'm gonna be a little smooth with it now. You know what I mean? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get this type of this type of tempo with my music. I want to do this do this different. I want to do that. I want to work with this person. I want to work with that person. And he worked with a lot of people early as well. You know what I'm saying? So I, I was a fan of Mac just because like. He he really brought a good energy to the game. He brought a good energy. He was cool with everybody. You know what I mean. He did. He wasn't one of them people that just brought negative energy on himself. He just gave it out. Like he gave out good energy. He gave out good vibes. You know what I mean. And just sad to see him go like this. It's sad to see him go like this. Just to see young talent leave the game so early. He was 26 years old. I'm 27. You know what I mean? Yeah, younger than me. That's a young man, still. Very young. To die like this, and just to see this, it, it hurts me because I see a little bit of myself in Mac. And I, just because he was a fun-loving dude. He just wanted to have fun. He loved what he did. I love doing this podcast shit. You know what I'm saying? And he loved to rap. He loved to make music. He loved to make other people. You can tell he's one of the people that loves to make other people happy. You know what I mean? He just loves to be around and make everyone feel good, feel comfortable. And just to see him overdose, is he died from an overdose is what they're saying. And it's just unfortunate to me, man. And uh, I know Giz, we were talking about on the phone. I think, personally, I don't know the man personally. They were saying he was having, uh, he was kind of down from the Ariana Grande breakup. Because, you know, he got in that DUI maybe a while ago. Uh, a few, I think it was a few months ago. They were saying like he was kind of tripping over that, but apparently he, he he's always had he's been doing drugs for a while, for a long time. But you think so? You I believe, you didn't you say you think this is just it happened accidentally? It was more like a he took too much. He didn't he didn't realize how much he was taking or something. Or and you think it was that yeah, type of situation? I, I think it was just an accident. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of these incidences are just accidents in a sense of they know they're doing drugs they know they might be doing a little more than usual but they're not looking to end it all you know and i I think it was just an accident you know like legit i don't think he just intended like oh life is over i'm done did it all seen it all goodbye curtain closed like i don't personally i don't think that i could be wrong i could be wrong but I think it was just an accident. 
Right. It was a, that's why they call it overdose. You just took too much. It was just too much for your body, you know. And um, that's just what I think personally. He was he was too raw of a talent, and he knew he was too raw of a talent just to kind of throw it all away, you know. So I just think it was an accident. It's unfortunate, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, plays the piano, produced his own music, engineered his own music, talented as fuck, wrote his own music. Mm. You know what I mean? Was uh, solid enough to where he could work with other artists and musicians too and be produced at the same time no ego um, work with a multitude of different artists yep. um, you could say or Diplo in the EDM realm to Big Sean and Pharrell to you I mean you name it you know what I'm saying like across the board like it's the raw talent you know and you don't you don't see that a lot in the industry you know what he had and a lot of people tolerated his antics in a sense of waiting for certain styles of music for him to deliver and things like that because everyone knew how raw of a talent he is mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying i remember when he um came out of nowhere like a storm and that's you know he got a 10 million dollar contract from warner brothers and he fucked that money all up <laughs> <laughs> and he admitted it as much yeah, but he's such a raw talent he maintained you know what I'm saying? Like, that's just the type of guy we're talking about, you know? And uh, so, I, I, yeah, I think it was just an accident, personally. They could come back with the report and say otherwise, but, I mean, I, I think it was an accident. Like, most of these situations, you know? What do you think, Uncle Buck? Yeah, I mean, uh, I concur. And I'm, I'm just, while we're talking, I'm just, like, looking it up, and it's, like, crazy where it's listed as far as celebrity deaths. It says 599 this year um just in general oh in general yeah but the majority the majority of them are accidental yeah you know when it comes to uh overdoses and things of that nature and stuff i mean it looks like again with the accidental it looks like they're trying to get away from some type of demon you know i i don't know and i know that we're just getting to the forefront and you know shout out to uh, logic for go ahead and bringing attention to like the whole mental health thing um I know some people look down on that, but that's like a real thing. And I think it's been around for a while. It's just that now it's actually starting to come to light and mm-hmm. people are hopefully are trying to get help for it. It seems like that, you know, that's the case. But some people choose other methods to go ahead and kind of get away from stuff, escape for a time um, being. I don't know if that's the case with Mike Miller and stuff. It seems like as much as like you were talking about, he, uh, you know, music brought him joy. He enjoyed bringing um you know, inspiring other people and stuff like that. Sometimes um, it's almost like what they say about comedians, right? Where they say like uh, the best comedians are also the most tortured, yeah, the most hurt. Yeah, exactly. It could be like that with um, some of these like artists. I mean, my favorite artist of all time was Prince, but obviously he was trying to like escape from something. You know what I'm saying? Like he died from um, accidental overdose from painkillers. Yep. Michael Jackson, yep. musical genius as well too. You know what I'm saying? Look what happened to him. Um, I'm a wrestling fan. I can't tell you how many stories you hear about like wrestlers dying from like painkillers and just, you know, just cocaine mm-hmm. and everything else. I mean, this has been around for years. It's just, it's not a new thing. It's just that people are just bringing it to life more so because the whole, again, focus on like mental health and stuff. People find different ways to go ahead and, and escape. I just think it's, I don't know. I, I think sometimes it's a matter of like maybe like too much too soon. A lot of people are like geniuses when it comes to certain things, but they're also uh, introverts. Mm-hmm. And with all the attention, they know they have to deal with it, but at the same time, they can't deal with it. That makes any sense. 
you know, where like, all right, this is part of the game. Let me go ahead and do this interview here and there. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't really feel comfortable. So like in my private moments, I'm going to go ahead and do something to go ahead and kind of like dull the pain. So whether it's cocaine, um, pain pills, um, alcohol, whatever your vice is, it's, it's just kind of unfortunate. You know what I'm saying? Just because one, and in this particular case, a young life is lost. And also, too, with with the public, you're losing like a voice. You're losing like an outlet just because like you find ways to go ahead and connect with this individual, whether it's through um, art, music, um, their acting. You know, you feel like I'm on this journey with this individual, you know, so it hits you just as hard. See, I know Gibbs said that it was he thinks it's accidental and it, it could be. I don't know. We don't know yet. We don't know what could happen. But I think also, I also think that's. That's also a problem. That it's if it's accidental, that means you have you had a lot to access that easy. You know what I'm saying? I feel like you have a lot. It's that you can have that much in your in one sitting in one possession that you can take this many drugs. So you can take all this, and it's all right there. You know what I'm saying? Which means it's just easy for these celebrities to get it. That's my problem. That's my problem with me. I think that's the issue that is so easy for them to get it. And then we're talking about, and you just brought up mental health. They're just trying to get away from reality. You know what I mean? They're trying to get, they don't want to go to therapy. They're trying to just stay away from everyone. And they want to lock themselves in and just take the painkillers, the coke, the heroin, the whatever. You know what I'm saying? Just Demi Lovato just went through that. Yeah. She did heroin. You th- nobody, I bet nobody thought Demi Lovato was doing heroin. You know what I mean? But it's just like these these celebrities just have this access to it. You know what I mean? And they that's the issue. They may not want to kill themselves, but they're going to push themselves to that limit. That they feel so good taking these drugs that they don't realize they're taking more, way more than they need to. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's the issue. that That's the problem right there. Like, you're saying it's an accident. It's like, okay, but that that being an accident is the issue in itself. That means he had way too much. So whoever was there, he got it from. He was able to access way too much drugs to even overdose on it. So let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. And this may be a whole nother conversation. Do we expect too much from these artists? And when I say artists, it's like across the board. Of course. You know, where... Can you, can you explain? What do you mean by too much? So what I mean by that is... Oftentimes, when you talk about like uh, celebrities in general, right? Yeah. Uh, you hear about stories about like someone lashing out at, like an airport because someone a fan came up to go ahead and like uh, wanted to autograph or take a picture, whatever, right? And they lashed out at him. Um, sometimes the general response is like, "Oh, well, that's part of the game. They need to expect this. Like that's you know that's that's blah 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 blah." And they and the person gets bashed for lashing out. Well, on the flip side, could it be that? Yeah, they have a gift, right? And we all appreciate that gift. You know, we again, we want to feel like we're part of the journey, right? But like I said, sometimes those same individuals are oftentimes extrovert, um, um, excuse me, introverts, mm-hmm. meaning that they have a gift, but they're publicly um, and socially awkward. Right. You know, they don't know how to communicate around others. They just have a, a unique talent that they express themselves in a certain way that we all appreciate. But they're not people person by any means of the imagination. Mm-hmm. Um, but the expectation because of how society is set up is like, oh, well, they have to give up all themselves. And therefore, there's nothing left for them at the end of the day. I got something for that. Okay. Uh, I agree that because that's just how it's 
supposed to look. That's how the, this the industry and that's how agents and companies they want to put these people on a pedestal because that's just what sells money. You know what I'm saying? And they want you these people. They want everyone to think that you're bigger. You're you're not like everyone else. Basically, you're not human. They want to put you in like a this 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 stratosphere. Like you're just bigger than than bigger than what you're supposed to be. You're not you're not average. Obviously, if you, I mean you could be a genius at what you're doing, but they're trying to say you are. You know, like the, like this when you as soon as you wake up, you know what I'm saying. The skies open up. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. A beam of light hits you. That's how they want you wanted to perceive. But at the end of the day, yeah, you're right. Like people are fuck. Some people love the attention. Some people can't handle the attention. Like that's just how humans are made. You know what I mean? An example of that: Joe Rogan had Elon Musk on his show, right? Mm-hmm. Elon Musk is awkward as fuck. <laughs> I was watching the first I was listening I was I was listening to it um through the podcast app and um the Apple joint uh, Apple podcast cut the check uh <laughs> I was listening to that and Elon Musk giving the the first 5 minutes I was having trouble listening to this shit cuz I'm like Elon Musk was not he was like Joe's asking hey man I heard you you, you mean you you created flamethrowers right that seems like a, a topic that should yeah. be like you go on for like 15 like how the fuck did you make the frame flamethrowers what's going on like why'd you do that you would think you could talk about that for a good 20 minutes alone like this man created flamethrowers and sold 20,000 of them 20,000 flamethrowers and he goes yeah I did <laughs> and Joe was like okay you know what I mean like well why why'd you do that and then and believe what what was like was it in the middle of the show that he um, he put, he passed Elon Musk a blunt. Yeah, it was like backwards. Uh, being precise. Not the middle, but like where was it? In the beginning, just a little bit, little past the middle, towards the end. Okay, yeah, okay. So Joe, if you don't know Joe Rogan, if you're a podcast listener, you know who Joe Rogan is, one of the pod fathers. You know what I mean? Uh, he is an advocate for marijuana. He loves weed. You know what I'm saying? THC, anything. He's going to be an advocate for it, and um. He sparked up a uh, sparked a blunt, a backwood to be exact. I didn't even know Joe Rogan smoked backwoods. <laughs> he sparked a backwood, started, you know, uh, blowing it down. And Elon Musk was like, what is that? He's like, oh, this is just weed and tobacco. It's the best combination, man. You know, he's talking good sh- talking shit about it. He was like, did you want to? He passed him. He's like, do you want to, you know, you want to hit this? Like, you want to? Elon was like, "Will you lose any dollars? Like, you gonna lose any sponsorship dollars or anything? Like, can you do that?" He was, then Elon Musk, being the boss that he was, he was like, "Meh." <laughs> like, he didn't give a fuck. <laughs> he probably did, didn't he? Though he yeah. lost some, like, some stocks went down or something. Yeah. He it's, did, it's but people he were texting him during the show because it was live. Yeah, like, yeah. What are was, you doing? It was live. <laughs> he he hit it. He hit the joint maybe once or twice, but he was kind of relaxed after that. You know what I mean? And I I use that story in the scenario because it's like when you got those celebrities, these drugs are probably what makes them feel, put them in a different persona. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? They probably feel like a different person. They take these drugs and now they can go out to an award show and be uh, sociable and be the person that they're supposed to be. You know what I'm saying? Like, say, say I don't even know that. I don't know if this is true or not, but say if Diddy. You know, he wakes up. Say Diddy was uh, antisocial. You know what I'm saying? He probably, definitely probably not. But let's just say, for example, 
Diddy's antisocial. He pops a molly, puts his shades on. He starts, he wakes up with Sean Combs, goes outside, he's Diddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Pops a molly, snorts some coke. He's out, He's dancing on a Ferrari and shit. You know what I mean? He's Diddy now. And then you got to keep this persona up. That's what I think it is for most of the part. Or they're just depressed and they got something to cope with. need something to cope with. And to piggyback off that, Method Man said that <clears throat> he said he loves Sean Combs. He says he cannot tolerate Diddy. <laughs> And he said that, just what you said. He said that with Diddy, when the cameras are on, he's Diddy. And it's a different beast. Yeah. Because he has to be Diddy all the time at that point. But he said when he's Sean Combs, he said, oh, man, he's a great guy. You know? And it's just going what you say. Like, yeah, when they have to be on, oh, they have to be on. So whatever vices they need to do, they just got to do it. Mm-hmm. You know? And it, it is a tough thing when you are the person that everyone has to turn to. And you know what I'm saying? Like, everyone has to turn to you for an answer. Everybody has to turn to you for the end result. Make us happy. Make us laugh. Or make us sad. Whatever it is that you provide to the person emotionally, do that. And then when you have to do that on a day-in, day-out basis, it becomes very difficult. And then all the stuff in between where you have to mingle, you have to network, you have to build relationships, you have to do all these things. And it's like, yo... I'm spent like a whole fucking week. I don't even know how many hours are in a week. Is that how many hours are in a fucking week? But you spend all those fucking (laughs) hours in one week dedicating it to other people in other people's situations. Mm -hmm. Then it's like when you sit back and look, it's like, yo, what what the fuck about me? Mm -hmm. I started this to make people laugh and all this other stuff, but I thought I'll get more me time. And it's like, no, I... What about me? You mm-hmm. know, and then those moments you have to yourself, it's kind of like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do this. And unfortunately, it tends to lead to those moments where these certain vices start kicking in and it makes you feel good because it does make you feel away. And then it leads to another thing, leads to another thing, leads to another thing. This keeps building up to the point where you get so lost in this, like, what the fuck is going on? You know what I mean? And some people who can recognize that can stop and, and seek the help that they need. But other people, unfortunately, accidents happen. You know what I mean? And then you get those end results that are unfortunate, you know? Um, but I think it is a thing of something has to be done about the pressure aspect of it and understanding that, yes, you can deliver this to whoever you deliver it to, this product, but you have to understand you must take care of yourself first. But I think, you know what else is worse? I think this this era alone makes it worse, too, because, like, if you can't handle that type of shit, see, I can handle people talking shit about me because that's just how I grew up. Like, <laughs> people talk shit about you. You know what I mean? Like, it happens. But I think, like, just when you're that big of a celebrity, you just got a, a eye on you at all times. Any celebrity. Matter of fact, you don't even have to be that big of a. You just, like, if you have any type of notoriety, any type of fame, you on Instagram, you on fucking uh, Twitter. Somebody can run up on you with their phone. Like, oh, you don't have no privacy anymore. Your private, your private life is gone. Privacy is out. You know what I'm saying? So you have no time for yourself. You know what I'm saying? You have no time to to get yourself together. You don't have no time to get your thoughts together, or even you know, get your emotions together. Because you always gotta be this one person this whole time. Because it's just that the era we live in. It's hard to it's hard to avoid those things. So. You know, man, it's crazy. But shout out to, that's a shout out. Damn, take that back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, shout out to him because he was the he did his thing when he was here. But rest in peace to him now. 
Mac Miller, and I'm tired of being sad. <laughs> so let's keep it. Can we keep it moving? Jesus Christ, yo! I need a hack. Somebody give me a happy song. What's a song we can play to be happy, real quick, yo? Get us back on track. Mm-hmm. Come on, I'm trying to be happy, real quick, yo. Give me something so we can get back to these topics. Let's yeah. let's be happy, yo. Shit. Uh, Justin Timberlake. Oh Lord. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Can't stop the feeling or whatever it's called. What was that little kid song he did for trolls? That's awesome. Trolls? You said happy song. That's no, that, a happy goddamn song. That is an awesome song though. <laughs> What's it called? Can't stop the feeling. Can't stop. Oh, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, these, y'all are grown fucking men. <laughs> Let's hear it. Oh, this song. Wow, yo. Okay. All right. Hold on. How do I feel about I this? this? You said okay. happy. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Oh, wait a minute. There we go. Yeah. Let's get our spirits back up, fellas. Come on. Come on. Yeah, Uncle Buck. Yeah. Come on. Oh, shit now. Wait. Hey. 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 Uncle Buck's tap dancing on the table right now. Kids <laughs> just hit a backflip. <laughs> I'm river dancing. <laughs> <laughs> Why you got the mic in your hand? <laughs> Look at the X videos. Oh, yeah. jerking off at the same time. <laughs> oh, shout out shit. Capri Styles. Shout out to Capri Styles with your lopsided titties, girl. <laughs> All right, that's enough of that. Shout out to JT, man. Got us feeling right, yo. <laughs> Y'all just feeling right. Y'all feeling good now? Yeah, we back in the, yeah, back in back the right spirits? Like, that's, oh, that's, that's my guy. All right, we're back in the right <laughs> spirits, man. Let's get back to our next topic, though. Uncle Buck's done river dancing and jerking <laughs> off. Giz is done playing with his butt and fucking <laughs> did a split in the middle of the carpet. And I was just chilling here. I had to relax because these niggas is wild. <laughs> 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 I was the only uh, sane one sitting down. <laughs> Shaking your head at us. I, I couldn't believe what was going on in front of my eyes. But um, to our next topic, we got to talk about the queen, the goat of her field, okay? Miss um, Serena Williams, okay? The goddess, Serena Williams. I don't, I don't like to talk bad about Serena, so that's why I didn't really get too deep into this topic uh, into this uh situation i didn't fully watch the video but i'm gonna take her side anyway <laughs> even though i don't know the full situation but recently she she was in the u.s open going against uh don't remember her name she won though <laughs> uh i think she was a japanese tennis player she was young like 18 years old or something mm-hmm. like that yeah Uncle but google that if you don't mind <laughs> check sure. that for us but in the meantime uh Serena had she blew up on the ref on the what they call them, the chair umpire umpire yeah, whatever guess. the fuck yeah. the lifeguards <laughs> sitting in the beach chair yeah yeah so um actually umpire, umpire. whatever but it, actually let, let me let y'all hear this let me let y'all hear the wrath of Miss Serena are y'all ready yeah right, let's play it go ahead Serena talk play to that him. shit talk that shit. A few moments later. That's not right. This is not fair. This has happened to me too many times. This is not fair. It's not fair. This is not fair. But to give me a point to lose a game for what we're saying, that is not fair. At the cost of a game penalty. Damn right. Say it. Say you're sorry. Say it. (laughs) Say you're sorry, bitch. Bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Say my name. (laughs) What is my name? 
Yeah, so man, Called him a no good nigga. Yeah, no good nigga. A hoodlum. Bag snatcher. Why does this guy look like Mr. Burns? Oh, she crazy. I'm here fighting for women's rights and for women's equality. We don't to, we don't and for all, all kinds of stuff. And for me to say, oh, this is and for him to take a game. Let me turn this down. <laughs> I didn't watch this before we put it on. <laughs> Obviously, there's Serena Hater. Sorry, Serena. Didn't mean to play that part. <laughs> okay. But what do y'all feel about the situation? Did y'all even see the uh, U.S. Open? No. I saw uh, highlights of it. You know, but. Did she cheat? Mm. Yeah, no. Talk yeah, to me. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. From the standpoint where I, I guess it's coming out that the coach po- possibly was sending her signals, and no, from the standpoint that apparently there's a double standard. Like the men do it all the time, you know. And for whatever reason, it, women are frowned upon. I know this is part of the whole. Uh, I guess like. Uh, you know, equal rights type of thing. And I get it from that standpoint, but I actually kind of agree with, uh, Martina Navratilova, uh, who's hall of fame, you know, women's tennis player and stuff like that, who I would like to think is an expert in the subject matter and stuff. She actually came out with an opinion. Um, was it called an op-ed in the New York times the other day and stuff where she was pretty much saying that Serena got it wrong, wrong from the standpoint, like, okay, yeah, men do it. It's a double standard. I get it from that standpoint, but we should be working to go ahead and correct the game, not necessarily highlighting the faults and just think that because it's a fault and the men get away with it, women should get away with it too, if that makes any sense. So, Mm. you know, uh, the whole scene that you just played and stuff like that, uh, you know, people, you know, Serene's getting bashed for it from certain outlets, not everybody, you know, but... It's just it's it's unfortunate because it was a great match. The young lady, uh, what's her name, uh, Osaka. You were supposed to look it up. Yeah, Naomi. <laughs> so Naomi Osaka, she's okay. twenty years old. Right, young. Yeah, you know, she's young. Yeah. Up and coming and stuff. That's possibly like the biggest highlight of her career. Because like Serena, at this point, I think it's you know arguable or inarguable. She's the goat. She's the goat. Goat. Yeah. I don't think it's you know um, goat. You know, but. To have that happen and have that whole scene happen, it just puts it like a, a damper on it. And like, you're not gonna remember Osaka for, hey, I, I beat Serena Williams and I won the U.S. Open. It's gonna be Serena blew up. Mm. That's the headline, and that's what's gonna go down in history, at least right now. You know, when it comes to like the whole situation and stuff, and that she's, you know, causing a conversation where it's split down the middle for the most part. Half, yeah, we're, we're pro Serena, and then the other half. Like, nah, she was totally out of pocket. Um, apparently, like, people are coming out with, like, racist comments or racist cartoons, I should say, because they're depicting the whole situation. Like, I saw that. Yeah, you know, um, her jumping up and down, like, acting like she's throwing, like, a temper tantrum, like she's, like, a little child. Yeah. You know, um, it's, it, it's it's unfortunate. You know, like I said, that, that's why I kinda, I'm down the middle. Yeah, she was kind of right, but at the same time, like, no, she wasn't right. You know, um, there's possibly like another way to go ahead and express like her. her, She was angry about the situation. She had every right to be. But at the same time, you had to go ahead and like 
take the higher ground and there's and because of your platform you actually have another way and another outlet to go ahead and express that anger and hopefully get the change that you want to go ahead and see happen within the industry mm. see man I, that's why I have a problem with this situation. I, I, I got to see the whole thing. I need to see, and I don't know the rules of tennis. That's my issue. So I can't really even rebuttal anything these people are saying except the race issue. What's up with the race? Why do people always got to go to race anyway? Like, damn, what the fuck? Why can't you just say you know, she she shouldn't have wild out or she should have she was tripping? Why do you got to go to race? Why does race got to? What does that got to do with anything? And maybe, What's and maybe, the racist shit for? And maybe that's uncalled for. <laughs> I think the racist part escalated quickly from like the uh, what's it called Ca- caricature 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 yeah. yeah you know as far as like showing her with like big lips and like on the you know a temper tantrum but like uh, she's voluptuous <laughs> you know what I'm saying like and I guess they were trying to capture that maybe they captured it poorly can you do you have the picture look yeah, have me. you seen the picture Giz Mm-mm, please I show haven't. Giz this picture you let you I want you to determine if this picture is racist or not. Because to me, it looks a little funny in the light. Now, is Serena built? Does she have a muscular build? Yes. But. Oh, I'm pretty sure this picture you're about to show me is fucked up. It's very. <laughs> it looks fucked up to me. You know what I'm saying? I, people. And then we got to start just being accountable for, for shit. People got to hold people accountable. Yeah, that's fucked up. Come on. That's fucked up. That's Ving Rhames. That ain't Serena. <laughs> <laughs> that is not Serena, yo. Serena, she's got a she's got a muscular build, but that's ridiculous right there. That's Marshawn Lynch, yo. <laughs> that is not Serena Williams, yo. Did I see that before and after pick of Marshawn? Him in high school. Yeah. And him, yeah, that's completely. You Stephon Ur- Urkel, yo. <laughs> My man was a little crazy. But, like, the, the whole race thing, like, whether she was wrong or right, okay? Mm-hmm. Whether she was, whether she should have thrown a tantrum or shouldn't. Why the fuck? Where does the racism come in? Yeah. What? You know it's what America. Mean? It's America. <laughs> but that's what pisses me off. Like, y'all can't have just a, a debate without throwing race in it, without being racist. And the whole situation loses, like, momentum from the standpoint, too. Not only that, but now the umpires are talking about, like, boycotting her matches. That's what they were waiting for. They were waiting for to throw that tantrum? Mm-hmm. Something. Uh, we got her. Matter of fact, see, what does it say? Uh, reports umpires consider a boycott of Serena with matches, fearful of being the next. What is his name Ramos? What does that say? I can't yeah. see. Okay. Mm-hmm. Damn, yo. I mean, so the fuck what? <laughs> Serena don't need them. She don't even need to play tennis anymore. To be real, even though she probably wants to, of course. Well, I, I mean, I look at it from the standpoint like it takes away from the message that she was trying to get across. Like, did she express it poorly? Yeah, you can make that argument. There's argument, obviously, if other like tennis players that you know, Hall of Fame tennis players are saying the same thing. But at the same time, like this is like taking away from the whole point. Like, there's like a double standard going on. Let's work to go ahead and come up with a resolution to go ahead and solve the problem versus like it's about me. It's solely me, so we're we're anti Serena moving forward, and that takes away from not only the game but my legacy. Mm-hmm. Because, like you said, she's a goat. Goat. She yeah. has inspired like countless people from the standpoint like tennis is a, a viable sport. It doesn't have to be solely like football and basketball. Tennis is an option. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, 
the way you dress like that that was a distraction too because like her outfit remember that was like a thing during the whole uh you know u.s open which exactly exactly you know but then she found another way to go ahead and kind of shut them up mm-hmm. like serena will possibly go down as like the greatest women's tennis player of all time and you can make the argument that she's possibly like in the top 10 of greatest tennis players in general of all time like men and women mm-hmm. you know and now at least for the um for the time being this is like a blip on the radar like it takes away from like that argument because they're gonna look at her as like that that stereotypical angry black woman and that's the part that disappoints me of all you know above all else because like she's like a true talent anything i just previously stated and at least the conversation right now is now like this person is coming back she's still at the top of her game after having a child nearly losing her life but she's that angry black woman who's throwing a temper tantrum because she didn't get away. Yeah, I, I agree with that because, one, like I said, I didn't see the match. I don't know what coaching even means <laughs> in, in, <laughs> in tennis, but it means, like, okay, to me, the co- the, her coach was giving her signals on the side. That's what they were saying, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, if it happened or not, that's, that's one of the reasons why, you know, if it, if it was what happened, if, that, if she did get coached and she threw the tantrum, that's unfortunate because, you know, I respect Serena and she always has been, you know, a supporter of women women's rights and all that stuff and sexism and shit like that. But that kind of puts a dent in the movement. You know what I'm saying? Like, kind of like, okay, now can we can we even, like, listen to you? Like, you, you're going for women. You, you're supporting women's rights, but you're just saying anything now. Everything is going against women type shit. You're going to have those people that's going to use this as evidence for the bigger picture. You know what I mean? Or she could be right in the same instance. So it's that 50-50. And I can't give you which one because I didn't see it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I'm, we're going to switch this topic because I don't like to talk about black women too long mm-hmm. <laughs> in a bad light because we don't need that. We don't need that type of negative publicity. <laughs> okay? Black women will take you down in a heartbeat. Shout out to Serena, though. Yeah, shout out yeah. to her. The GOAT. Okay? And we love her, and we love black women. Black women is black woman is God. <laughs> now yeah. let's move on. Women, period. Black woman. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. Facts. <laughs> there we go. All right, man. We can ready to wrap this up soon, but of course we men. You know what I'm saying? We got to end it off like on some men shit. You know what I mean? Football week one of football just passed. How y'all feeling, man? What y'all did? What did y'all? Did, what, what the games? Tell me about the games. Did you did you feel the impact of it? Did you just like, oh, this is it's back. Football is back. I didn't get to catch many games, but for the first time ever, I was excited that football is back. Is because you know what's going on now? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I pay attention oh, now. Was like, oh. Oh, this is football. <laughs> ah, you just see it like you woke. This is what they call woke. Is it going right <laughs> Your third eye is open. Yo. Yes, yes. Your third eye is alive and well. I can't even lie. Like I've been excited for the start of football season mm-hmm. since the end of last season. Mm-hmm. As soon as the Super Bowl ended, I was like, God damn. Why is that? Fantasy fucking football. Ah. I need that crown. Mm. I'm coming for the crown that is rightfully mine. Right. I've talked shit a lot of years. 
Yeah. Without actually being knowledgeable about the shit I was talking. Yep. Mm. Nor available <laughs> available to partake properly in the shit that I was talking. Mm-hmm. And then last year, I said, hey, I'll give this thing a go. I'm going to really give it a go. And I gave it a go. And you know what? For the guy who didn't know shit. You did pretty well. I did, I, did more than, I did more than pretty well. I was one game away from the championship. You know? And I said, hey. I can't wait for fucking next year because I can do even better. Yeah. Well, you're not first or last. And me, knowing me, <laughs> and me knowing me, I was like, man, I did that and that knowing shit. Just imagine if I knew some shit. I said, oh, I can win this year. Okay. And yes. We'll see. Oh, we're seeing. But before we get into the fantasy talk, let's get back to the actual game. <laughs> see what I'm saying? With real people, the real players. Yes. And shit. What was y'all, what game? We y'all most interested in? Or what game did y'all think was the most, was highlight worthy or, you know, game of the week? Green Bay Bears. Mm, I got to agree with you with that one. That was a good game. Because you, you're coming off Khalil Mack being traded from the Raiders and that whole ordeal. 130 million? 130 million? Yeah, 130 million. Uncle Buck? 120-something million? 130 million. We'll figure it out. <laughs> it's right. it, was, it was right around where Rodgers was. You know what I'm saying? To that degree for Rogers his position. Rodgers 150. <sighs> Ridiculous. And they both were on the same field. That's an expensive field right there, yo. 80 million by he is risen day. <laughs> his bank account has risen. <laughs> yes, it has. <laughs> yes, it has, yo. Yeah, that was a good – that just lets you know – Aaron Rodgers is that motherfucker, yo. He bought the entire city of Green Bay house, <laughs> a new house and a car, <laughs> and some cheese. <laughs> it didn't cost much. Cheese, goat cheese. It definitely didn't cost much. <laughs> he made that house out of cheese. <laughs> he gave everyone a cheese house. They don't need it. <laughs> it's not going to do with this. It's not stable, but hey, Aaron Rodgers did it for you. Cheese gets better with age. Khalil <laughs> Mack, six years, one hundred and. Forty-one million, mm. and Rogers one sixty, right? Something like that. Let's just say it. Like one thirty-four. Yeah, but, but he gets more. He gets more guaranteed. guaranteed yeah. yeah. So yeah, he's getting more mm. money basically. So yes. about a hundred million guaranteed. Hundred million guaranteed. Expensive. And it's back to the games. It was exciting because that fool went out with the leg injury. Mm-hmm. Sucks for Uncle Buck over here because he plays me next week, and Aaron Rodgers just happens to be his starting QB. Yay for me! <laughs> he will not play next week, mind you. But he went out with a leg injury, and you could see him as he's getting carted out. Look on his face, like God damn it, fuck! Mm-hmm. All that shit, a little bit of teardrops coming out of his eye, and all that shit. But he went back to the locker room. They said, "Hey, your legs fucked up. Can't get fucked up no more." He said, "Inject that shit." Yeah. Got his adrenaline going. I gave him a cup of coffee. Snort a cocaine and right. he was in there. <laughs> Shot <a> coke. <laughs> Let's go. That man went right back in that shit. Gave him a little nip. And- <laughs> <laughs> little bump. A little, little bump. <laughs> Got a little bump. He went back at it. Joe. Went right the game. The fuck back in. And he pulled out. He churned. No, he churned out one of the greatest performances in football history. Look, we just had a drug talk. Off a fucked up leg. We just had a drug talk <laughs> about how you know it's fucked up in this industry and all that. But if you can go out and win a NFL game off of one bump of cocaine, yeah. hey, I might have to retract my statement. In a broken leg. <laughs> in a broken leg. <laughs> I, said, I might have to retract my statement. You might have to get you a little bump you know, and advance your life, yo. 
if that's what it does, holy shit, I've been missing out, yo. <laughs> like, like, how are you even walking? <laughs> like the what he did he, was amazing. He yo. wasn't even walking. He just they he hobbled. Yeah, they hiked that motherfucking ball. He didn't even take a step. He just launched that shit. Down the field. That was all arm. Yeah. (laughs) He didn't put a leg or nothing. He (laughs) couldn't put a leg. That was all arm. Like, that was ridiculous, yo. I'm like, well, how the fuck is he doing this? He supposedly broke his leg. I think what you I think it's an ACL. Might be ACL. Hey, they say it's one of them grades. I learned that it's different multiple grades to a tear. Mm -hmm. And the higher the grade, you're leading up to an ACL tear. They didn't say state which grade he's in right now but the doctor came out themselves the day of the game when they put him back in and said we let him go because he can't pretty much he pretty much he can't fuck it up more than it's already fucked up right and that means he probably tore acl and he's out there on a fucked up acl which is still a fucking amazing yo you had a torn acl and you won a fucking football game that is even more legendary and you got khalil mack out there trying to kill you yo Khalil Mack is out there. That's $130 million coming at you quick, fast, and in a hurry, yo. And what you say? That's the highest paid. That's the highest paid collision <laughs> in football, yo. It was. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's almost $300 million right there. Crashing, <laughs> into, crashing into each other. Shit. <laughs> two put together is $300 million, yo. My man says guaranteed, but... I'm gonna need to reinsure that eighty million. I'm going back out there, coach. Yeah, give me that. <laughs> I need that. That's a hundred million. You talking Whew. about Aaron Rodgers? He got the yeah. Garrett Hunnick. So, um, that was amazing. Shout out to them. What? <laughs> look, yo. I also got a shout out to my Ravens. We beat the Bills. It mm. may not. Look here, look here. Everybody's before anyone, before bills, I, all right, before <laughs> y'all get into it. anything, a win is a win. We <laughs> fucked them up. I'm just happy it wasn't a close game. You it was a what? close game. I'm like, this season's over for us. You, you know what? I'm gonna use that once for fantasy football this year. A win is a win, so we'll give you that too. Thank you, sir. <laughs> a win is a we beat the Bills, even though it's the Bills. Peterman was minus thirty, fifty. <laughs> Jesus Christ! That's I'm like what. I looked on. I'm definitely looking through the. Uh, uh, he's in the free agent joint. Of course, don't nobody. Don't nobody have one. No, look. didn't your father-in-law have him? Who? Peterman. Yeah. Peters. Yeah. What's his name? Peterman. His Peterman. father-in-law had him. Is your father-in-law the you same see, person that dropped a hundred dollars? Yeah. Is he the same that dropped a hundred dollars on Sean Lee? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He was. Yeah. Come on, man. What's going on? That shit was hilarious. Yo, when that happened, Sean, this is Sean Lee, $100. Everyone was like, scared. <laughs> Nobody bid at anything. But, oh, but the people who were tapping on that to get it, help him get it up to 100 I was like, no, are they fucking with him? Nobody helped him. No. <laughs> he just kept tapping? No, no. It was he... he because you can do it off the computer. That's mm-hmm. how you just uh, the straight... That's what I realized. Oh, I he doing, just typed it in. 100. He typed it in 100. Yeah. And then, oh, boom, shit. he dropped in Sean Lee. Cause I, and then everyone didn't bid. Nobody bid. Everyone right, like, you got it, bro. All you big dog. That's all you big dog. I'm like, yo, he must be a Sean Lee fan, yo. Like, that's ridiculous. But yeah, he, he sure he, should got Peterman. He's he's learning, you know. He need to look. You gotta coach him up. Learn that man. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta learn him. Learn him, Uncle Buck. Come on now. Gotta learn him. Look, at Uncle Buck, not trying to say nothing. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. I, I gotta see this nigga dinner, man. <laughs> yeah, man. He's coming for Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, gotcha. stay here. Ain't he a Philly goon too? I don't know if I play hey. him. I hope he keeps Peterman. 
Hey, he need to make some free agent adjustments or something. Try to get in that trade. I gotta see who he got. I might see if I can do some bunch do a little of trades. A bunch of nothing. Yeah, probably not. But whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, I can look. You know what I mean? Yo, shout out to the Browns for Browning, yo. <laughs> shout out to your squad, my the, squad. That was go. their Super Bowl. But yeah. you know what? They technically did not lose. They didn't, which was hilarious. That was <laughs> yo. It says. Since 2004, that was the best start of the Brown season. Yeah. They did not lose. Since 2004. That's almost 15 years. And you know what? <laughs> I'm not damn. mad at it. I, I mean, I know a lot of people are mad at it, but I'm not mad at it because after the years of havoc and chaos yeah. across the board with them, I mean, they came out and did not lose. By any means necessary, they did not lose. And they they, 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 they should have won. No, they should have won. Mm-hmm. They had three opportunities to win. Yes, they did. However, they got a time. They browned. <laughs> they did not lose, though. They browned. And shout out to my spirit animal, Josh Gordon, for saving the day with that tying touchdown. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> they did not lose. But I guarantee you, moving forward, they're working out the kinks. There's new coaches. It is new players. Josh Gordon being your spirit animal is hilarious. <laughs> he is definitely my spirit animal. <laughs> That's funny as shit. <laughs> of all Josh Gordon. I can relate to him. Weed he's, man. He's my spirit animal. I feel you. But um, out of new coaching staff, new players, new strategies, all that, I got to say, like, they did not lose. And moving forward, I guarantee you there will be more wins. I got them – Churning out six wins this season. Mm. Six. So six and ten? Yeah. Okay. Which is huge. For the Browns. Yeah, it's huge. <laughs> For the Browns, it it's is. Fucking huge. I did not win the game. Yeah. I like yeah. it because now. They'll, 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 they'll be. No, they'll be. It can't be six and ten because they got a tie. So it'll be what? Six and. Oh, it'll be six. Six, nine, six nine, nine, and one. Yeah. Okay. So that's solid. For them, that's solid. It's progress. Yeah. And shout out to them time with the Steelers. You know, they put us. The Steelers, in, though. They put the Ravens at a very high position in the <laughs> division. <laughs> but oh, real quick, if Le'Veon was there, different story. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Even though, uh, what's his name? Connor? He did a good. He did his thing. No, he balled out. He balled. He's not Le'Veon, though. He definitely ain't Le'Veon. Le'Veon is a game. There's a difference between. He did a, had a good game, yeah. but he's not a game changer. Le'Veon would have yeah. 100 yards and possibly like 100 yards receiving. It's yeah. like 100 yards rushing and receiving. And then it's like, you oh, he's one, Le'Veon's one of them people like, you got to focus on Le'Veon. So that changes the mm. defense. It's like, oh, Le'Veon's on the field. You got to focus on Le'Veon and Antonio Brown, too. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Them, like, if them two on the field together, they definitely would have fucked the Browns up. But right. And it's different. Quick tangent I feel where Le'Veon's coming from. And I'm I'm actually surprised that his teammates are blasting him the way they are, because I, I like I don't see I don't agree with it. You don't well, agree with Le'Veon? Well, I don't agree with his teammates blasting. No, that's what I'm okay, saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I hate. That's so, what I hate. So as much as like uh, you know, we're talking about like okay, so NFL players always look at the NBA and when they see these record contracts, right? Le'Veon's trying to get that done for you know his people, pretty much and stuff. Like, hold on, I'm taking a stand. I view my value like this. I'm not saying he's right or wrong, but I view myself as this, and I'm going to stand out. The fact that your teammates are blasting you when you're actually trying to make a stand and hopefully improve not only for your own self, but you're trying to improve things for the entire league if he gets this contract and stuff, 
Like, they're ridiculous. He knows his worth or his perceived worth and stuff. Now, I will Not say. perceived, he knows his worth. Well, I will say, no, I say perceived from the standpoint, like, he did. It, there is Gurley and there is Le'Veon. No, so David Johnson's in that conversation, too. And this is where I'm going Number with three. it. Number three. But this is where I'm going with it. No favors were done because I think the still, it's on record that the still is offered like $14 million mm-hmm. per year to Le'Veon. He turned it down. He wants seventeen. Right. The fact that David Johnson David Johnson took thirteen million that doesn't help Le'Veon. But how much guaranteed was they or were they offering Le'Veon? But but even with even with the guarantee and stuff, he wants seventeen per million, per, seventeen million per year plus like a high side guarantee. The fact that he took four million less and I think like out the what thirty nine million like what like uh, and I'll I'll look it up real quick. But the fact that it's thirteen million per year is not doing him any favor, so it actually hurt his value. Right. Because all of them were in the same argument. Yep. No. No, legit. Yeah. They are. No, there is Gurley and there is Le'Veon. And David Johnson. David Johnson ball. Number out. three. And he missed a whole season. But last when he was and then he balled out. Yeah, when it, before that, David Johnson was viewed whole David Johnson was viewed as like the better of the backs in some cases. And there was an argument to be made. Mm-hmm. And that's why all three of them were lumped in, in the same thing. And I think like and what what was Gurley's deal? I looked it up too. There's more consistent ground on Gurley and Le'Veon. And then more importantly with the reason why, excuse me, the reason why there's more ground with Gurley and Le'Veon is because both can catch and run. In my opinion, Le'Veon being the better catch and run. I mean, so, we're not saying who's better. We're just saying like I mean, but that, that all all, the top that, running backs. That all plays a factor though. That all plays a factor to which why Le'Veon is why he's saying, "Yo, pay up," mm-hmm. you know. And this goes to what we were saying last episode: getting the bag. They're woke now, not getting hit as much, and they're recognizing, like, I know who I am, I know what I deliver, I know what I provide. Pay me, mm-hmm. period. Period. It's a short lifespan, especially for running backs. So pay me. I've I've been delivering. There's been small gaps. As far as a suspension here and there, an injury here and there, it hasn't been season-long ending injuries as far as what we're talking about, Le'Veon. So he knows his worth. He knows what he's going to deliver. As a matter of fact, he even posted uh, uh, on social media mm-hmm. the little emoji with the um, face and the monocle. Tied to the Browns. To the Browns? The Browns. He, he came, knows. He like, came out with a tweet afterwards. He yeah, said he, he was throwing. Yeah, he yeah he was, he had to. No, he threw shade and then he reject he retracted it, saying, "Hey, pay up." And then the Steelers came back and took him off the death chart. Yeah, took him off the. It was like, yo, that's the the Steelers want to be petty. Let them be petty. They're being petty. Watch Le'Veon go somewhere else and get the bag and flourish. And that's all it is. That's that's what's happening. They're not trying to pay. They're not trying to be the team to have to pay up. But we just saw what happened with Khalil Mack. Yep. And Raider Nation. Yep. And you see what he... I mean, he got gassed out at the end of the game, but even still, he came out like a fucking hurricane. He got a sack, forced fumble, an interception, Rip, four touchdowns. Ripped the fucking ball out of his hands. Yeah. Okay, so Gurley's deal was four years, $60 million, with $45 million guaranteed. Ooh. So Le'Veon's asking for $2 million more per year on average, and you're also going to have to guarantee a higher amount than $45 million than what Gurley got. I don't want to say I don't want to say he's better than Gurley, but and I guess that's that's my thing. And when David Johnson did his deal, because again, they're all 
the three of them were kind of tied to the hip to some degree. David Johnson a slight, slightly less just because he's coming off injury, but he's still kind of in the argument somewhat. The fact that he took three, um, three years, thirty nine million, hurt Le'Veon's value. No, but you know why he took that? I just missed an entire season and got hurt. The shelf life of a running back is very small, and he said, "You know what? Secure the bag now. I'm back. They know I'm healthy. I cleared physicals. Get the bag." No, I, that's exactly what the fuck that I, was. I get Guaranteed. it. I get it. So it's again, this is like this yes and no type argument, right? I get it from that standpoint, but the fact that again, all three of them are tied to the hip to some degree and stuff because it's he took only the lesser deal. Bell and Gurley are tied to the hip, and then there's everyone else. Well. <laughs> That's this is, that's true. So the fact that Gurley high end fifteen million dollars, David Johnson thirteen million, they're looking at fourteen million, possibly fifteen million and maybe fifteen and a half million being Le'Veon's lane, not seventeen million. They're not going to give him two million dollars more now that now that the fact that another back who has a similar skill set compared to Le'Veon took a lesser deal, they're not going to give him seventeen million per they year. They need to. Now again, I'm saying this from the standpoint as far as like the team. Now, I, I, I'm totally with Le'Veon in terms of his stance just because that's the difference between NBA players and NFL players. NBA players now know that, hey, we have leverage. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The fact that they're turning down, like, more money up front and leaving, like, their home teams to go to other teams to go ahead and pursue, like, other things, that's basically a spite in the face to NBA owners and stuff. NFL players don't have it like that and stuff. Le'Veon... The way I'm interpreting it, he's trying to create that lane for NFL players. Kawhi Leonard turned down $200 million, a $200 million contract. But that's going off what you're saying. Yeah, NBA players know like they're worth and they have the leverage to go ahead and back it up. Yep. NFL players do not do that for whatever the reasons. Le'Veon actually hope, hits. Le'Veon actually hope that he does wait out till like week 10. I'm curious to see if he has, like, you know, the testicular fortitude to go ahead and, like, stick it out. He gave up over $800,000. Like, fuck it. Which I'm sure he has a war chest saved up and he's ready to go for that. Well, and Hopefully. that's and that's the reason why I'm saying I want to see. he got endorsements, too. Well, that's why I mean, like, I'm curious to see if he's going to stick it out because that's typically been the stance. And that's why, like, when NFL players supposedly try to hold out and stuff, like, when their uh, CBA is up, they don't save their money nearly as good as NBA players. Right. You know they spend it, so that's why. Well, that's maybe why maybe Marshawn Lynch gave him advice as a veteran running back. But well, he they gave Le'Veon advice. Yeah, Marshawn's good. Oh yeah, he retired. He retired. He came back. Of course, he came back. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure he came back for more cheddar, but he also came back for the fact of like, oh, I can go to Oakland now, my home. That's what he came back for to do something different. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like that's all. It was. I hope that was it, not because he needed money. Because that would just well, I, your whole he, had, he had he had his own TV show and everything. Well, though. I think it was a combination of everything. Me personally, um, and again, I, I don't do know. Too. I don't know. I don't know his situation, but I think it's like, hey, you know, I need some more money. Plus, Seattle was in the midst of like realizing, like, hey, we got all these great players. We're going to the championships. We don't have the money to go ahead and actually pay everybody. Mm-hmm. So we have to go ahead and like cut costs. Right. The fact that we can go ahead and cut costs by trading Lynch and not paying him his, con- paying him his contract and then get like draft considerations or whatever so we can rebuild for the future, it was a win-win for everybody. But in this particular case, all right, Andrew Million for one game, that's one thing. Wait till week 10 because I think um, – and the reason I keep bringing week 10 up. thousand. you said million. I'm sorry, Andrew Miller. Uh, Andrew, a thousand. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, misspoke. 
But I keep saying week 10 because I think that's when he has to uh, go ahead and actually sign like uh, his tender in order to go ahead and get credit for the season. Otherwise, he has a tender account. <laughs> tender from the standpoint, tender from the standpoint oh, like right. uh, they franchise tagged him. Right. You know, get you. If, if he, 100 million plus these bitches. Yeah. <laughs> right. And I say bitches using it loosely. <laughs> no disrespect. Go ahead, Uncle Buck. But he, would, uh, he wouldn't get credit for the season if he goes past that. Right. You know, um, he wants to go ahead and kind of get past this so he can't get uh, franchise tag because there's a limit on how many times you can go ahead and do this um, in terms of the franchise tag. Now, I am curious from the standpoint where, one, if he can wait that long, and then two, with a, with a, I was going to say charges, with the Steelers be spiteful, and I don't know if they can do this, they go ahead and tag him two straight years, right, for franchise tag. But remember, this the transition tag. Are they eligible to transition tag him now? Where meaning that they will still hold on to his rights. It's just that if he signs like a contract with another team, they have to go ahead and do a trade. Versus the franchise tag, where you know, depending on negotiations, it is what it is. They fucking hate him for whatever reason. They fucking hate him because they know his worth. They just want to so be you, a run nigga run team. So you they think run nigga run old school take antics. this bag run nigga they're not run. gonna follow in line with what everybody else is doing with the new trend is they're not gonna do that who is it uh i learned i just learned this the Roonies. they're not gonna fall in line with everybody else they're just not and it's sad to see that because it's like get hurt bang your head go out there do that win some games do what you do best mm-hmm. however we're not paying out because why because we got this old pretty boy right here connor He's going to step up, and he's more than willing and ready to fill your space. He ain't you, but he's enough. Mm-hmm. He's enough. That's all it is. Well, And they're not willing to trade him right now, and they're not going to trade Bell. They're going to hold him. That's collateral. And honestly, for Bell, it's a win-win. I saw some of his agents say, nope, we are holding tight. They're holding firm. So he has a war chest saved up, I'm sure. Maybe he is a smart kid. And he saved up properly, right? Yo, them endorsements—I'm sure you got more checks coming in just the NFL, right? And and, and and what I'm getting at is that you know, it might be on with Nike. It with Nike, ain't it? I so with the endorsement deals, I'm wondering if you have to play in order to get paid as well, too. Like we don't know what kind of contingencies are written into those uh, specific contracts. Everybody's right? deal is different. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And he's that's and why I'm hesitant to say like he's totally comfortable from that standpoint. And, and honestly, look, he's saving his legs if you think about it. No, and I agree with that. I he's, think that's totally what yeah, it is. Yeah, he's saving his legs, and he, as long as he's conditioning outside of all this, he's maintaining training. I'm sure he is. You're right. You know, he's conditioning, training, still going on on his own personal um, merit. He's going to be fine once he comes back. The playbook's the playbook. You know what I'm saying? So he's going to jump right in there and just do, do, do what he does best. But they're just holding that man hostage, period. And they're not going to pay him. They're not, And I think he knows they're not going to pay him, and he's going to continue to hold out. Yeah, I mean, right now the juice is with the owners. Mm-hmm. So the NFL is like almost like the perfect investment to a degree and perfect business to get into if you can. Like it's a, it's a billionaire, billionaire boys club, right? But at the um, same time, like, one can see the argument, and like I said, I see where Le'Veon's coming from with like his whole movement. Like we talked about Cap in a previous episode, he like Le'Veon's going at about it like in a different way in terms of like trying to like start a movement for the players to get them more leverage. Now, the whole 
point of this, and I guess like the whole saying is like the NFL has like a hard cap where the NBA has like a soft cap. I mean, like they the, was the bird rule. They can kind of go above a certain point if you're trying to retain your own players in the NBA, right? Um, the NFL doesn't have that. And from the owner standpoint and anybody trying to get in an NFL team, you would think like that's like the perfect investment. Because think of it from this standpoint, right? Um, so with NBA um, franchises, they're billion dollar teams now, right? Yeah. But at the same time, you kind of possibly lose a little bit more just because if you're like the Golden State Warriors, you have like four like uh like all stars that you gotta all pay like, you know, what, twenty million dollars per year to, right? Because you're going over the cap, let alone like the rest of the like what uh, eleven players that you gotta go ahead and run the roster with. So you could possibly operate at a loss even though I paid like a billion dollars for this. Mm-hmm. Depending on how you operate your team. NFL is fixed cost. That's what I mean, like it's almost like the perfect investment. Like I pay like a billion dollars for this franchise, but from the money they get from like uh, concessions and you know all this other stuff, let alone the TV contract that the NFL has, all this other stuff, naming rights for the stadium, all this other stuff, let alone you guarantee me that I have a fixed cost versus the NBA where like my costs can fluctuate from year to year depending on who I have. Like that's the perfect investment. Mm-hmm. So from the owner standpoint, I can totally understand not wanting to go ahead and get a soft cap, even though like yeah, I get to go ahead and retain a name like a Le'Veon Bell and I can have like Antonio Brown and all these other like high end players, but I'm not really selling the individual players like the way NBA is. I'm selling the brand. I'm selling the team. Like Which people, is why they will not win a Super Bowl. True, but they're still getting the bag. And that and that's what I mean. Like for certain owners, it's a matter of what do you value more? And for the NFL purposes, it's the bag because you have fixed costs. I'm paying a high, you know, high cost, but at the same time, I'm going to recoup that within a matter of years based off of what I'm getting off of all the things I just named and stuff like and that. And you know, that's the problem because like I follow. I'm not saying I agree, or, but I mean, right. but from, from like a business standpoint, mm-hmm. and if that's your sole business, it makes perfect sense in the world. But I follow Antonio Brown and his over the summer training regiment, like his trainer was telling them, you are a Super Bowl champion. Like as he's running, dripping his sweat. Miles and miles on a sandy ass beach holding a heavy ass tape down ball football. Like he's being told he's a Super Bowl champion. Like that's his end goal. Mm-hmm. But when the owner's end goal is just, yo, get this bag. I mean And doesn't the Super Bowl bring a bag? And look, they have Roethlisberger. That's what I'm asking. He can still deliver. They have Bell. They have Brown. They have a contingency plan in Connor if Bell goes down. They have they have bodies. They have um, Juju. You know what I'm saying? Like they have bodies. It's kind of like, but what they're just focused on is just the numbers. Nah, Golden State is like in the NBA, like you said, the, the difference. Mm-hmm. No, we can go get this right now. So we're gonna go get this by any cost and by any means necessary, and we will spend. And go and break any rule we need to break as far as like luxury taxes and stuff like that. You're not necessarily breaking a rule, it's just a, it's a yeah, penal- yeah, slight penalty. They're getting penalties, yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're willing to do that for the sake of the championship. You know what I'm saying? That be a winner. And you you take a team like the Steelers, who were a gridiron championship squad for many years back in the day. And the and then even in the new era, they got championships to the name. Now you look at them, it's like they just can't get their shit together. They have all the pieces, and you just can't get that shit together. You know what I'm saying? So they got the run, nigga, run syndrome. Exactly. Yeah, I don't. I, don't, I still think they're a model franchise. I just think that with 
And there's nothing wrong with tradition. I just think that and it's funny. I just had this uh, conversation from talking about like a different like industry altogether, but stuff that happened last year isn't necessarily relevant to what's going on now. Right. So I understand that's your business practice, but it might be time to go ahead and revise some business practices just because times are changing. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. But I just want to say, man, pay that man his money. Wait, when the Steelers go, oh, oh, in fucking 15 and one, <laughs> then they're going to think about it. But that's going to be too late because Le'Veon will be a fucking raven <laughs> and he will flourish. You know what I'm saying? He will break all types of records and we are going to welcome him with open arms. Shout out to Le'Veon Bell. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? You sold out, my brother. Hold out. You get that bag. And see you in that, Baltimore next year. See you in Baltimore <laughs> next year, bro. Come on. We got a purple jersey waiting for you, yo. Let's get it. You can wear Jamal Lewis's jersey. <laughs> it's a new era. You know what I'm saying? So let's get out of here. You know what I'm saying? What should we end off with? No, I knew what I was going to end off with. I'm not even asking y'all. Oh, I had one. What was it? The Joy. By who? Kanye, Kanye West and, and Jay Z. Uh, I was gonna play some more Mac. <laughs> we already did him. That's about the man. The man is gone. We got him though. We already did. we, we, put, we him. got him out the way. Yeah, I'll, I'll save it no for Kanye. lovers. There I'll save it. It was a for lovers song anyway. I'm mm. saving for for lovers. So what was it? The joy. The joy. Yeah. Kanye West and Jay Z. Oh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, ladies and gentlemen, this is this ain't no podcast. <laughs> we had us a good episode tonight. I got him over here in front of me. Who are you, sir? Uncle Buck. That's BBB. If you didn't know. <laughs> oh, I'm feeling smooth with this music right here. That's Big Buck Industries, baby. <laughs> Matter of fact, who I got on here tonight, right? It's the goddamn audio I don't fuck with you right now, but this is how I fuck with you back then. So, sir, take us out.